Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. What is up, Gypsy Gang? We are back for Chapter 17 of the podcast. Sorry, we're a little bit late on this one. There is a story behind it. Um, that includes me flying to the US on Sunday and getting back to Australia on Wednesday. I didn't leave the airport. We are brought to you by our good friends at Boost Mobile. Go to boost.com.au to check out their host of prepaid mobile phone plans. Booster basically head and shoulders above everybody else in the uh, cell service game. They run on the full Telstra 4G network. They're the only other company other than Telstra that runs on that. So no matter where you go in the country, you are going to be covered. So that means when the Gypsy Tales podcast comes out, you don't have to wait until you get home to get on Wi-Fi. You can just download that shit because you will be balling out of control with data. But yeah, $50 for 20 gig of data is by far and away the best deal in Australia in terms of a data package and, like I said, on that full 4G network. Uh, it's an epic partnership with those guys. Um, I've been using the service. Absolutely love it. Also, this episode, we are brought to you by a good friend of mine, Steel Lewis. He runs a company called Steel Lewis Designs out of Newcastle. What he does is make amazing surfboards. So he's been listening to the podcast since day one, basically, and he said, how do I get involved? And we come up with a pretty cool idea. We are going to give away a custom hand-shaped surfboard by the man himself. It's going to have Gypsy Tails logo in it. And if you're the winner of that surfboard, you get to make a phone call to Steel. Say, what up, dude? I just won the Gypsy Tails board. And you tell him exactly what you want. If you're a surfer that you know all of your shit, all your dimensions, all that jazz, then you can pump them out, tell them exactly what you want maybe reshape a magic board or you can go steal you're a badass shape me what you want to shape me or if you've never surfed before he can shape you a really cool male that you can go out the back of snapper and snake everyone on so yeah all you have to do to win that surfboard is take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast and then post that to your instagram story with at gypsy tales at lcld surfboards and on the hashtag gypsy gang I just made that up on the fly, but that's the hashtag we're running with. I think we're going to run it for maybe three episodes. We've got three pretty cool episodes that are kind of somewhat connected to the surfing industry. Um, we'll be releasing them. So yeah, in three weeks, we're going to pick randomly pick a winner to get a free dope ass surfboard. Um, hopefully I'm going to get one uh, on the way as well. 
As always, you can get 20% off at unit.com on their online store by using the promo code GYPSYGANG. And you can also get 15% off the Fist Handwear store. So if you need to get a new set of gloves, maybe you've got some holes in your old ones, then go on to fisthandwear.com, type in the code GYPSYGANG, bam, 15% off. We need to give a quick shout out to our boys at Omen Printing. For the Travis Pastrana podcast, you might have noticed that I was actually wearing a Gypsy Tales shirt. We posted on the story a couple of times. The boys at Omen in Burley hooked it up for us. Um, they made it happen to where we had a bit of branding for our podcast with Trav. So we can't thank those guys enough. Um, they bring brands to life. They are so good at what they do. If you have like any merchandising at all that you need, like hats, stubby coolers, anything like that, those guys can take care of it. Just a really, really rad group of guys. Normally, when you think about getting merchandise made, going to get screen printing, you think about some old smelly dude sitting under a staircase. Uh, the Omen boys aren't like that. They're a super rad group of guys, and they genuinely care about getting you what you need on time. We went to them like two days before the Trav podcast and said, hey, we really need some shirts to get made, and bang, it was done. It was, it was literally that easy. Those guys are so good. They're probably not going to be stoked that I'm telling them that you can get your shirts in two days because that probably doesn't happen for everybody. But moral of the story is they really do care about customer service and getting you what you want uh, when you need it done by. So go and check those guys out. And they actually have an Instagram that's worth following. Never really thought I'd be into following a screen printing company, but at Omen Prince is actually worth a follow. They do Death Collective. They do the Birds of Condor stuff. They do stuff for Fist. They do Toby Price's merch. So yeah, they are actually worth a follow as well on Instagram. So check them out and make sure if you ever need any merchandising, bang, Omen Printing, done. That's it. Today's podcast is with the legendary Mike Crawley. He started working for Quicksilver. Uh, he was a team manager in its heyday. I'm talking the Kelly Slater, Dane Reynolds, just killing the game heyday, turning over millions and millions. And they had us wearing these big ass, ugly logos on our shirts and board shorts like we were sponsored forever. And then it went away. It changed. And Crawley left about that time and decided to start an eyewear company called Valley Eyewear. Now that company is up there with Celine, Chanel, Dior, all of those badass high-end fashion companies. Just a guy and his wife from the Gold Coast are competing with those giants and they are crushing it. Uh, Crawley's just a super interesting guy, just kind of guy that you want to sit and have beers with like all day. And yeah, the stuff we talked about was kind of related to surfing, kind of related to the eyewear stuff, kind of related to random shit. We just had a really random two and a half hour chat that I thoroughly enjoyed and I hope you guys enjoy it too. So without any more babbling from me, chapter 17 of the Gypsy Tales podcast with Mike Crawley from Valley Eyewear. All right, Michael Crawley, the man from... Uh, <laughs> Valley Eyewear has come in to have a chat on Gypsy Tales because from everything I've heard about you, mate, you've got <laughs> tales to tell. <laughs> I may have a few. Whether yeah. they're good or bad, we'll decide. Um, so you, this could go in like a million ways to start with, but yep. um, I thought instead of taking the super long route to get to where you're at now, yep. you were saying last night you just did your first sale, like, or your second sale ever yep. um, of Valley Eyewear and just crushed it. So that's got to be a pretty crazy feeling, like, yeah. day out. Because I know, like, 
for me, say you put out a podcast and then yep. it's like, it's cool to that next day to like see yeah. how it happens. So, I mean, yeah. I, I think that as successful as you guys are with Valley, yep. you'd still have that feeling, right? Oh, I, I still froth out. I woke up at five, just like bang, check my phone, like check the stats, see what's going on. Like yep. even the guy at my web guy as well, he was up at five and he froths as well. So I still get super excited about everything, every element of it after all this time, you know, it's not that six years we've been doing it. So, yeah, and it's it's like I guess because um I'll maybe flatten that out a little bit too. Yeah, so it's like pointed way out, yeah. Yeah, there yeah, we go. Okay. Um yeah, they're just these things work sick when you're like this far away from them. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. So just right, get yeah. it to wherever it's comfy. Okay. Um Yeah, that that feeling I think is because people don't see the hours that go into it. Like it'd be you and your wife and the people on the team yep. that know exactly how much and like it never gets routine. It never stops yep. being a fucking beast that yep. you've got to, you know, yeah. continually tame. Yeah. Just before I came here, like we were all in our warehouse, two of us on the ground on laptops, like, you know, like talking about shit and it's just like it's like a little family hub it's like crazy you know and the, amongst the madness it's still still fun after all this time which is epic well i i reckon the the creative freedom that you have mm. you're the boss yeah you're not answering to <clears throat> a, a ton of different people and you're not um i guess trying to predict trends it's just like if you think it's dope and the people around yep. you think it's dope then that's what you're gonna do yeah and the thing too like the we can react at any time like even when i did the bulgaria clip when we went up and found that abandoned communist party building the decision to do that was three weeks before i landed in bulgaria or something and then when we just did croatia um, bosnia into serbia the decision to do that was 10 days before I landed in Croatia <laughs> sitting yeah. in my office with everyone. I was like, we need content. I want to do this. I want to do that. And everyone's like, okay. And one of the guys who works with us, a sales guy, looks at me and goes, you're fucking going, aren't you? Yeah. I'm like, yes, I am. Because I played that, like showed him what I had planned. And we then we immediately mapped out our trip through these you know, Eastern European countries. And the boys are like, you fuck it, you're going, aren't you? hundred percent I'm going before I'd even secured models or stylist hair and makeup chick or even the other the film guy so yeah yeah it's rad to there's there's such a I think that's the feeling that you chase almost as an yeah. entrepreneur more than yeah. the money or the yeah. the sales it's like mm. the fulfillment that comes from the like I've I've talked about it before is that it's nothing and then it's something yeah and there's like you could get as deep and hokey and weird about it as yeah. you want but it's like there's this thing that now exists in the universe yep. that came from somewhere else yeah and it's like where do where do ideas come from where do like where does inspiration come from and yeah. then it's like is it all just floating in some realm that we yeah don't know about or can't see and then it, it gets given to you and then it's up to you to decide to whether or not it or you know not, yeah a hundred percent and like you can get super weird about that stuff but yep. i love that shit i do too i sit up at night and just watch or like troll the internet for just like i don't know this weird shit that i like and i'll just get an idea like oh, i reckon if we could do that that and you think about it in your head and then it just like manipulates into this beast and then it's like i'm fucking doing it yeah and dude, then for it's, sure. it's crazy and like we said the other day if it was like if Valley was like Chanel or one of those big brands, the shoots that we do would cost like millions of dollars. Dude, I know. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because they just have like such a beast and we do it for like, you know, a minimal amount. People Peanuts will be blown on, away because yeah, yeah. we do it ourselves. Like, you know, yeah. my buddy comes and films, I take the photos, 
we, we rented a van that cost 300 bucks and drove 1800 kilometers in six days through Eastern Europe. And like, you know, they'd have a production bus and, and like had two models in the back, yeah. hair and makeup chick, a stylist. And that was it, the six yeah. of us. And off we went. It's crazy, like our um, with our film company. I don't know if you've ever seen any of the, yep. the stuff that I've done. Yeah, um, I shouldn't say I've done. We've done. Yeah, um, you do these shoots that if it was Hollywood, yep. it'd be a million dollar shoot. Yeah, but it's twenty grand and us four dudes, and yep. we make a clip that gets like seven million views on YouTube. Yeah, and you live in that like we're living that world, and like That's I crazy. love that surfing and uh, motocross and that that whole action sports bmx like yep. th- you get these like core dudes that yep. are bred there and then they tailor their skills around the vision that yep. they're trying to create there's not like a skill set and then an application it's like an application and yep. the skill set develops around it yeah oh it's insane even like the, when we went away the models they're called the lastlings Josh and Amy Dowdle, their brother and sister, I used like them. They're dope looking. They made the music for the clip that we released next week. I was gonna ask you when you <laughs> sent me that the clip this morning. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I was like, I wanted to say, man, who scored that? Yeah, Josh did it. The hit the guy who in, in the clip. No shit. He made the music, bro. I was I was actually yeah. gonna ask you who yeah. did that because it was so eerie and cool and yeah. quirky and like it felt high fashion yeah so maybe i don't know when we'll drop this but maybe if the clip's out i'll like yeah show we, no we clip. can drop it for sure like we oh, we'll just put it on yeah, yeah definitely well, well I'll, I'll like put it over the top of this yeah um but like yeah i i was really impressed and the drone shot that you showed me how it pulls back what what was that object well that's like that whole trip i just did it they're called spominics <clears throat> so i guess back in the day before they divided like croatia serbia and bosnia whoever the president was backing then in the late 60s, early 70s, he orchestrated all these artists to make these commemorative like monuments in the, in these key locations of World War II um, like places where fucking heavy shit went down. So there's like 60 of them all scattered around Eastern Europe and they're fucking crazy. Yeah, that shit looked like... It looks like Star Wars shit or like... It looked like you called the dude who... Um, did the set design for the new Blade Runner yeah and just went hey I've got this fucking gangster eyewear company um, and I want this Blade Runner themed yeah. in Bosnia yeah and they CGI designed this like insane monument yeah it's fucking nuts like I'm I was tripping when he said that the, it was the so video good. guy who f- did um, Bulgaria as well his name's Liam O'Brien he's a legend he uh I showed him these monuments when we're in Bulgaria I was like fuck how's I found these other ones and then he was in New York last year and he found a book in a bookstore of all these monuments and no he brought shit. it back to Oz and posted it to me. Yeah, right. So it's been sitting on my desk for like a year. And, and that's just been teasing just you Just fucking whole looking time. at me, that big winged one was on the cover. I was like, fuck, I'm going there. And has anyone else used that? I haven't seen anyone use it. That's so crazy it's that nuts. like you just, and looks like you said you can react so fast compared yeah. to um like chanel or dior or those yeah. categ- like that's the that's your company yeah and um you just can <clears throat> go out on just a whim 10 days before and produce something that yeah. like there's what you guys produce is as high quality as like yeah, any chanel or dior gucci kind yeah. of it's pretty, um, pretty crazy content yeah yep. and it's that's just that whole that's where we that's where we come from like, yeah that's what we said we got when um we went through all the photos when i got back we're like we have to make like a book or something like yeah. we can't this can't just get wasted just on the internet like yeah. you know just feel like it has to be in someone's hands or like flick through it, have yeah, it on how, the table. how um how big are you on the physical side of things because oh, yeah 
man, oh. it's hard these days to um, it. Everything lives on the internet, and I it's know. like I even saw. What did I see today that made me think about that? Um, it was like oh, a, a dude, um, Tom Morello posted. Yep a picture that somebody had like a sketch and it was a really rad sketch from yep. um him in tokyo this year they just toured yep. and um he just like took the photo of it and the photo now lives on instagram so it's like this physical thing yeah and like the value for tom morello yep. is to put that on the, your little clipboard your little you know lookbook yeah. that you create for your life essentially on instagram crazy eh? i know i'm huge into the the like having like good catalogs and the way like good stock good packaging like all that stuff to me is so important just like the whole process of your whole brand is just like you want it to be an experience you know not just like a digital platform but be like a physical and the people can be impressed with your rollout on social media social media when they get your packaging it's just like comes in a fucking paper envelope like, there you go that's yeah. so shit yeah but if you get this like dope packaging you're like these guys give a fuck yeah you know, they get it we could cut three four bucks off packaging to get bigger margin but come on yeah we don't yeah people get our stuff they're like holy fuck it's uh it's crazy to the because i think there's like a bigger thing and there's like an overall theme that we'll probably be i guess covering with this podcast is the fact that you were the corporate um big big surf big company like it it was the era of like small company massive corporation yep. multi-million dollars now gets fucked by the startup boutiques it's come full circle yeah. you know yep. what i mean and like you're you're the the epitome of that i think and there's yeah. a couple of people but yeah thanks. it's it's crazy that there's still a that old head mentality like you yep. look at like um and the action sports crew is probably not going to follow some of this stuff <laughs> yeah. but like a revlon or a it's like they yeah. just it's a it's just a box and it's a square you know if it's yep. lipstick or whatever it is it's just yeah a box and it's just shitty cardboard yep. and it's just super disposable it's not part of the experience at all yeah exactly. like you have to break through that to get to the product yep. of the experience but yeah. so like with companies like you guys and a friend of mine you should actually check them out um they just started a uh brand skincare brand called asare yep. okay. and they're an australian company and they're they're trying to do the same thing where it's like yep. the packaging is the the product as well and like with them they're competing in that high-end luxury skincare space and it's like they just went so far left with their packaging and it's really really cool yeah and they're like they're all australian company yep and they like they do an outback clay mask and just really cool yeah they do really cool stuff and it's i think it's that the testament of like companies now Mm. back in i mean when would you say like 90s early 2000s like you could not compete with those big companies you wouldn't or you people just wouldn't give you the time of day either Mm. like even when we first started going out with valley that was the thing it was like we had the product like yeah your product's good but i don't know like you know we've got Celine and we've got yeah blah 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 to break in was really hard i think you know we got lucky because we kind of started when instagram started yeah which benefited in our favor and we had no budget so i was just reposting people's shots wearing our shit so you yeah. know what i mean that's kind of how we grew our following and all that stuff so we got really lucky i think in our timing yeah. was just like we we're blessed with that yeah but then that then we started to get discovered and people go like, oh this brand and they give you a go and the sell-through was good and then they're like oh fuck this is yeah. actually moves you know 200 bucks instead of 350 oh yeah mid-range price yeah high quality you know that's what was our savior yeah and it's just it's crazy <clears> and i think it is that reactive thing and like i wanted to ask you because 
I think that this is like a trend, a massive um, trend that I've kind of noticed with yeah. like work, especially you work with like bands. Yeah. Like, um, so like the band work that I've done, the model, like you start doing some fashion stuff and then you uh, even Quicksilver. It's like as soon as something gets big enough to where it's like on a corporate level and dude, like honestly, you see this a bit with Red Bull too. Yep. It's like you get, it's starting to be more of like a, which yep. way is the wind blowing? Yeah, and that's the way we're gonna go. Yeah, and and, and it's like <clears throat> as soon as you hit that point, it's like fucking over, dude. Yeah, I know. Because that's interesting you say that because we were just at a trade show in New York, and I guess everyone's doing this like mini like fucking cat eye thing yeah. right now. Everyone like jumped on it, and I was like, fuck. And this a magazine rang me that I said, oh, apparently Kanye West has said. Uh, you cannot wear big sunnies anymore. And I'm like, the day Kanye West dictates the iron industry, fuck off. Yeah, I know. Eh? So I went and made bigger ones. Yeah. Fuck Kanye. Yeah. And um, so, you know, with all I do like his shit. He's yeah. amazing. But I mean, come on. But yeah, like. <clears throat> yeah, and we were at the trade show and feedback from us was don't stop doing what you're doing. Like yeah. you're not following the trends. You're doing your own thing. We like the big chunky acetate stuff you guys do. Don't try and be everyone else. Be yourself what you've done. Yep. It works for us. Don't change. Because like when you were at Quickie, yep. you you were probably there when it was still able to like move fast and change and do, yeah, do certain things. And then you watch, you can watch these companies change to where yep. it's like they're following a trend. And I call people like connoisseurs of cool because yep. I think that the, and the, I mean, dude, like when I was a kid, I got bullied at school and picked yep. on and I was just like, what is cool? I wish I was cool. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think a lot of people struggle with that. And then yeah. a lot of people even like, dude, I got friends now that they kind of put their finger in the air and yeah. want to move towards whatever way cool yeah. is going and the clothes and the thing. Yeah. And it's like, I, my best mate when I was a kid was cool as fuck. Yeah. And like, I was always like, what is it about Tyson that's so cool? <laughs> he oozes the cool. Yeah. But then like I grow up and I'm like, Oh, he just didn't give a fuck about being cool. Like that's actually what cool that was cooler, is. Yeah. Because it's like when you're there's only one person that can be you. Like you're yep. the only person that can pull that off. Yeah. Like that's cool as fuck. Yeah. What's not cool is being the same as like other people. Yeah. Being a Xerox machine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then so I think that that works for people, it works for companies, it yep. works for brands, it yep. works for so much stuff. And yep. it, especially like, you know, you get music like recording artists. Yeah. And if they're listening to A and R sort of that development and like I think we should move in this direction like yep. um, Linkin Park yep. is a perfect example when they first uh, were getting signed yeah. they wanted Mike Shinoda to not um, rap at all like not do yep. any vocals they're like Chester Bennington he's one of the best vocalists we've ever heard yep. just build the band around his vocals yep. and they all were like no fuck that yeah. and it's like then what happens rap rock becomes like this becomes thing and then thing. you get Limp Biscuit and you get all these other people that are yep. like kind of jumping on it so it's like they were the ones that kind of like forefronted it pioneered it kind of thing yeah. and it's just because of just being themselves yeah that's so good and it's like then that's what so that's what i see with you guys yeah and then you would have been caught in that quickie machine yeah towards the end i'm sure for sure i, I saw it from where like the guys that were that i worked with at quickie like nardis corpus other guy nat johnson really talented people they could be reactive to art and do really rad stuff but then i think you would see like the the uh the bosses step in and be like no i think we should go well when would you ask a 50 year old man what a useful company should do yeah come on yeah leave it in the hands of the art department and let them move forward yeah so i think that was a good learning curve for me is just like do what you think 
I ask crew in the office what they think because sometimes my shit might be fucking out of whack. Yeah. You know, it has been. Don't get me wrong, you know. You're not always right. You're going to ask opinions. But, uh, yeah, watching, I think, in those big corporates, when it gets filtered down from, like, you know, you see it from Quicksilver's Billabongs or Chanel's, whoever they are. I'm sure that the big boss has the final say when the youthful art department here is fucking usually on the money. And they're the ones that are on fucking Hype Beast 24-7 and, like, scrolling through every single thing, following every blogger, like... Cause yep. dude, as especially like the amount of time I spend in LA, man, yep. like you'll see one thing happen. Like, yep. cause there's like these kind of trendy places that you go like coffee spots and we're in like West Hollywood. So it's like yep. right there right where the that, all that shit starts. Yep. You're and down then, on La Brea every day, aren't you? <laughs> dude. Yeah. For real. Like <laughs> yeah. that's the spot. Like that is the spot. That's yeah. the spot where we go yep. get, get coffee. Melrose and that's come back. Dude. Mel- yeah. And Melrose is good. Like um, we always go to like Alfred's coffee yep. on, um, on Melrose there. So yep. it's like you, that's the shit. Like you it's see kind of everything disappeared there. for a few years. Right. I was saying that to my wife the other day. I was like, Melrose kind of died and kind yep. of like everyone went down into Venice. Yeah. And then it's come back to like La Brea, Hollywood. And then like and that Ve- Fairfax as well. Fairfax, Fairfax yeah. is crazy. And Melrose is pumping again. Yeah. Dope stores and like good shit. And like it's come full circle. Yeah. And you can see shit slowly eke out yep. into that little mm. Fairfax, La Brea, ecosystem yep. and the clothing starts to change and the, the, the glasses start to change and yep. it's like um yeah people are sort of the, the like you said the art director guys they're the ones that are living in that world yeah, they, like they got the, the boots on the ground man like yep. you have to put your ear to that like as soon as you get the success and you're the ceo of quicksilver or you're the ceo of these massive companies yep. it's like you're in a gated community you've yeah you know what i mean like you've got someone you're living in laguna on the hill there exactly (laughs) and it's like there's no fucking culture there like there's no kids on like you go to laguna beach and it's just the real housewives of oc like that's that's literally what it looks like we were there the other day that's what we said this is so cheesy man yeah it's full on eh? (laughs) yeah it's crazy yeah you've got to go in and like dude even downtown la is getting funky as hell now yeah so it's like that's gonna come back massive yeah downtown for sure yeah. and it's already <laughs> happened like yeah, a, i don't think it's lights. a secret yeah. but um but yeah so it's like i just think that yeah you kind of you get to that place where you're sort of so big and it sees so many people and then you've you've got you're measuring the opinion of like yeah. 30 people and then going off a percentage of who thinks is <clears throat> Like a, what, like a vote know. system yeah exactly yeah. and then but then you got that one guy that has the final say and then all you're doing is just you're going with yeah, a crowd with the and, masses, it's, and yeah. it's it's really hard and it was so interesting to watch brands like Brixton pop up yep. and the logos went like this tea yep. is um, a brand Birds of Condor and it's yep. just a guy and his wife and they're the two coolest people ever and they're out of byron bay and they love golf and they just made this little niche golf brand and it's fucking rad but there's no you know it's not the big logos anymore like the quickie style like that style went out and it was like i think you know it was companies like brixton and those ones that sort of took the logos off and they yeah they reduced everything down yeah Yeah, yeah. they they stripped it away because it was like it got gross, man. Like, I, I look know. at the stuff that I was wearing when I was a kid, like, boardies and fucking shirts, and I was like, dude, that's disgusting. <laughs> I know. The world's biggest logos and... Fucking, yeah. Ugh, I, don't, I don't think I don't even have any... No. I said it to my wife the other day. I don't have any... Color. I feel bad if I even wear white anymore. I even wear a white t-shirt. I just wear black, plain, everything pretty much. 99% of my cupboard, it just looks like a black blob. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I just hate... Like, I hate logos, really. Yeah. Like... Uh, I mean, the small sort of pocket stuff I can get away with, but yeah, you, yeah, you won't find me wearing a shirt that's got like a on the front of no. it. Like it, it's just dead. But it's just interesting that that 
that old model was so dominant for so long. Yeah. Like, dude, how much money was Quickie turning over in the height when you were there? <clears throat> Cry, I don't know. Crap, millions and millions, obviously. Well, I remember they had one that was like Quick Strike or something and it was like big blown up army logos on an angle on shirts and everything. And like they sold fucking millions of those things. Yeah. People loved it. Yeah, it's just crazy that... I guess the yeah, you wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole you know no, just no, the, but no it just evolves they? everything you know and then they're playing catch up now to where they're trying to do the trendier sort of um, yeah. you know like the no logos and just the little tag on the back and things like that but yep. it's over it's yeah, too it's late done. yeah for sure I was saying it the other day be starting a clothing label would be dope it's like mid range like playing good fabrications it's not like like I went to go to the Rick Owen store and the other day and the pair of walk shorts was 700 bucks yeah I'm like, what the fuck? Well, that's why like Zara and that's killing it. Like yeah. their quality sucks. Like they're, <clears throat> yeah. they're not, it's not good clothing, yeah. but like for how cheap it is, you just fucking wear it twice. Who has 700 that. bucks for a pair of walk shorts? A lot of people that I, are ridiculous. I, I, know, I know they do, but none of my mates can. <laughs> no, and like, yeah. I probably wouldn't want to hang around you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like if you can because again, you're it's like. You're paranoid, you you spill some sauce or something on your pants, you're fuck. Dude, right? And like. <laughs> The the um the guy that's wearing the the seven hundred dollar pants probably isn't that cool. No, because he's trying pretty hard. Pretty hard to get there. He's trying to bridge. <laughs> he's trying to bridge whatever gap he thinks he's got. Yeah, exactly. Um, what what was it like working for Quickie back then? <clears throat> like it was good. You had it in the day. It was good. It was great. Like honestly, they were really good to me. I had heaps of uh, freedom. Like I was t- kind of torn between the American team in Australia. So I was doing stuff with Kelly and a lot of stuff with Dane Reynolds. Yep. Um, so that was fun. Going on surf trips and I was shooting photos for him and doing all kinds of stuff. So really I, I had the best, the best of it. I think I, I loved it. People that were really good. It was just, it just sucked the way it ended. And that was good though. It was a good kick in the ass for me to turn my life around and start something, you know, it was yep. kind of like when I started Valley, a guy called me from quick actually and was like, what are you doing? And but now and I'm like, Oh, haven't you heard, you know, I've started a Sunny's company. I was fucking lying. I wasn't done anything. Really? I just fully saw it. I was like, fuck, I've told him I'm doing it. Now I've got to do it. Yeah. So that was kind of a good little, you know, you got to do it, mate. You we've, know? Um, we, we've talked about that when I had Barney Miller on. Yeah. And he um, he said that, yeah, when he met Mick Fanning, he was like, oh, I'm going to try and walk again. Yeah. And it was that deal where he just fucking blurted it out and he had <clears> no <throat> idea if it was even like possible. possible. Yeah. And then Mick started that whole thing with like project walk and like he's like oh well if you're serious about it i'll help you i know like a ton of people yeah and then he said i want to surf again then like all of a sudden like all these wetsuits show up <laughs> from rip curl and love like custom made it for he's like fuck now i gotta do it <laughs> that's so like, good there is something to be said for like holding yourself accountable yeah for sure to people that you've kind of said something to yeah i'm gonna do this yeah and you gotta yeah because i guess it kind of gives you that you know that drive to go fuck i've, I've kind of blurted it out i've self thrown my balls on the line now i've got to do it you know yeah i do that shit all the time and i mean sometimes yep. stuff doesn't come off but for yep. the most part like when you <clears throat> just when gives you, you the, the drive you know yeah because it's easy to let yourself down yeah like you can let yourself off the hook and i think we're used to like hating ourselves in a way <laughs> too like we're used to being like oh you piece of shit <laughs> yeah, so, for sure um, so was photography your background before? Like, is that what kind of got you in with Quickie? Yeah, I was working back in the day. I was shooting video stuff and I was, I was doing a whole bunch of stuff. And then uh, one of the guys from Quicksilver came on my honeymoon actually. And I was just shooting photos while we we're away. And I come back and he's like, hey, there's a marketing job at Quick. Do you want to come join the team based out of the Gold Coast? And I was like, fuck yeah. Like, you know, so I went and worked for them. It was like, a, I don't think it was there, like nine years. Yeah. So it was good. Like, you know, I learned a lot and... Uh, yeah, I learned a lot of things to do and a lot of things not to do, you know? 
Yeah. What was the lifestyle back then on like being around those dudes? Because <clears> I guess like the people, I, I guess people have to understand too, like our world changed. Yep. Everybody's world changed in 2008. Yeah. When that crisis, financial yep. crisis hit. There was... Yep. There was money getting slung around up until that point. Yep. And then, yeah, the <clears throat> bottom really fell out. And yeah. I think a lot of companies went like, fuck, we're not as invincible as we thought we are. And then like, look what happened to quick <clears throat> now. Like they couldn't react quick enough to... Yeah, exactly. And I think it was around that time too. Like you said, when like Instagram started, like yep. the, the world changed in terms of consumerism. For sure. When Instagram started. I think with Instagram, you just can't, you couldn't really lie, you know, like it was pretty, it was really reactive when it first started, you know, it was like taking shit on the fly. It was like, that was the whole point. Mm. Instagram, you know what I mean? Now it's not so, you know, their fucking algorithms and everything are all over the show and it's kind of a bit weird, but, um, yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of the algorithm. No, me still. neither. It's fucking stupid. Especially sucks for sport. Like <clears throat> I watch a lot of live sport. Yep. If I can't watch it, like especially the UFC stuff, like yep. they post the video like the minute someone gets fucking hit. Yeah. And you've got to go dig deep to like find that shit. Yeah, you know? it's just, yeah. yeah, it fucks with you. But um, I was going to say too, like we're in a weird spot now to where everyone's like a global consumer. Yeah, And I sure. think that there was a point of time and like it's really affected retail yeah so like not massively yeah it's yeah. the world's completely different i wouldn't now. open a store now if you paid me dude like no, brick and mortar no, no way yeah i wouldn't like someone asked me the other day and i like i do like the concept the thought of it you know having it, everything on display people to come and try and all that stuff but oh it's risky and have you have you ever looked at doing like pop-up shops and stuff yeah i don't know i just hate the whole pop-up thing like yeah if you're going to do it, I think you'd just want to build something that's so dope and that kind of really reflects the brand. That's what we're saying about the packaging, you know? Yeah. Kind of the whole temporary thing. I just don't like it, but it'd be awesome to do it with an optometrist and have a, a lab somewhere or have something and we could do everything. You like, know what's site. like, I, I could kind of see Valley in the same vein of if you did do a store, was like <clears throat> Aesop. Have you ever seen yeah. their stores? Yeah. Like how they've got the whole like kind of sort of labby kind of yeah thing it'd be sick yeah to where yeah. you guys could do that and because i mean i don't know how many people would know what carl zeiss is yeah but because we're from like a film world like i understand carl yeah. zeiss yeah and i think that <clears throat> the what you could do with them in like a brick and mortar would be pretty rad too in terms of like Lens the actual optic and- optic style yeah yeah i agree was that your inspiration for using Carl's eyes from the camera just background from for sure? And then when you read into how good their lenses are, like even the CR39 lenses, they're like optically correct. Like you can sure you can buy lenses out of China or anywhere for like a dollar, yeah, and call them whatever you want. But you get them out of Carl's eyes, you know that it's come through their lab. They the optics are so dope. Like, yeah, and you think like you're making sunglasses. Like they're 100 UV. They're optically correct. Okay, tick tick tick. Carl's eyes, yeah. bang. This is a no brainer. Is that a set, like, and I guess too, like, that's kind of bold on your part too, because I just don't think the consumer understands what Carl's Ice is or yeah. what, what that goes. But I guess that's pretty rad on your end to be like, no, nah, fuck no, this is core. This is yeah. what I want. Like, I've shot these, you know, lenses. Like, yeah. this is what our product should be. Yeah, Because like sure. you said, like, you don't have to do that. People, I don't think, no. I don't think the average person's going to go like, oh, wow, Valley has Carl's Ice lenses. Bang, selling point. Yep. Like, I'm sure for some people it is. Yeah, some people do. Like, but for the majority... Photographers, photographers contact us and be like, Carl's Ice, that's dope. Yeah, like, for sure. You know? But, but yeah. that's not your like, that's not the average nah. consumer. So I, I think that... 90, 90% of our consumers would have no fucking idea what Carl's Ice is. But that's fucking badass on yeah. your behalf I love to it. still commit and yeah. be like... Yeah, they just flew out here and saw us a couple of weeks ago and um, 
you know, and went through the whole new range and everything. And like, yeah, their support for us is insane as well. As much as we like run their things, they do Carl's optics by Carl's Zeiss vision. And then there's Zeiss branded yep. lenses, which are exactly the same, but with little Z on them, yep. which would send our prices into the stratosphere. But so we kept the Carl's Zeiss um, vision sun lens, which is primo. Yeah. So they're just fucking awesome. Yeah, no, that it's, uh, it, it's funny too. Cause like, when we set this thing up i just started seeing the fucking sunnies everywhere yeah you ever get that when you like learn learn about a new thing or whatever yeah like obviously i've known about the brand for ages but then when we finally set this thing up i was like fuck man i've probably seen like 10 pairs in the last it's crazy my kids like still get on the street and they're like she's wearing valleys yeah dashing's like you to the cheap like random people i'm like shush shush mate don't say nothing so yes we still get excited seeing people in them for sure like we get stoked yeah and then especially like when you have um like the kind of celebrities that just start running it you're just like yeah that must be just such a like a full-on thing to see yeah, uh, those kind of like A-list people. And they're actually buying it. It's like you guys yeah. aren't just giving them it. Because you could be full whores and just be like, bam, no, influ- we don't, influencer, we don't, influencer. We don't use a PR company or anything. We just do it ourselves through, through relationships and friends. Yeah. Um, like we supply the Ritz-Carlton in LA, downtown and in Marina Del Rey. Yeah, right. Jamie Foxx was staying there and he bought like eight pairs. I guess his girlfriend's Katie Holmes, that Katie Holmes chick. so she's run how long ago was this like two years ago yeah right so she's been papped like for the last couple of years in like a whole repertoire of valleys and everyone's thinking like fuck they katie holmes i don't know katie holmes it's just like jamie fox bought her a bunch from the ritz that's crazy yeah it's pretty good have you seen he started his provo yeah like the cheap brand yeah 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 yeah. so maybe it was like a little r&d then he flicked him to his bird you know yeah yeah maybe he um maybe he just got inspiration from yeah. just seeing something that rad too <laughs> that's cool whatever but it was pretty funny because my mate's the manager down at the Ritz and he called me he's like Jamie Fox just bought a bunch that's sick eh yeah. and so do you go like uh, like because you have some relationships with people now through yeah. the Sunnies like Kat Von D yeah like, we're doing a thing with uh, Kat next week in Melbourne for the Kat Von D beauty thing yeah Kat and I are really good friends she's tattooed me a bunch and uh, yeah, we've been friends for about five years now yeah um, it's pretty funny because she was wearing knockoff valleys on Instagram and I called her out. Oh, really? And I was like, hey, what's with wearing knockoffs of it? We're an independent brand. Like, what the hell, man? She had no idea. She didn't know. And then uh, she jumped online and immediately bought like five pairs of, on the net. And I was just like, oh, fuck, I didn't want her to do that. Like, yeah. And so anyway, I just sent her a bunch as well. And I was like, hey, next time in LA, let's have dinner. And we caught up, had dinner. And um, yeah, we've just been got on like a house on fire. So we've been mates for years. Like, yeah, she's fucking awesome. That's right. Going eh? to a, she's getting married in a couple of months. Or she got married. She's having the proper wedding yeah. thing. And uh, yeah, my wife and I had known for a wedding and stuff. So that's crazy. Yeah, man. it's good. It's um, I think that people don't really understand as well that in business, it's not really about. I mean, obviously, it's about the business, but yeah. it's people invest in people yeah and people and not just in terms of like an investor in a business or whatever like finances yeah. like oh we're going to give you this money yep. it's like no Kat Von D invests in you not just the glasses yeah so it's like I think that anyone that's like trying to start a business or wants yeah. to be even just at your, your job man yeah. like the people like I say to people are like i'm not the best filmmaker at all yeah. and I, but i, I just think, think people, people can see your passion too you know and they trust mm, you if yeah. they trust you and they see your passion 
and you're on the same level wavelength with them and you just connect and yeah. it's like they can tell that you have genuine intentions you yes know? you're not going to ever use and abuse anyone you mean what you say you come through and you're trustworthy and you're doing unique stuff people are gonna you're gonna build relationships you know as long as yeah. if you're genuine then fuck and awesome. I think I think too just like the charisma like people yeah. want to work with people they enjoy being around yeah oh, for sure and you know <clears> like you sort of you get that that relationship with Kat Mondi could have ended at just you sending her the five yeah. sunnies that she paid for yeah. but it's like that, it's that extra investment and you're right when the, yeah. then they can kind of see that you're you know in it for the right reasons and, yeah. and a cool person to be around with like that's when relationships start to grow yeah, and I for think sure. that a lot of people discount how important charisma and yeah you know like you said just those good intentions is yep. in business like it's so yeah. much more of business and than that, what people think. those relationships can snowball too like a good example of that is uh i was at cat's house in hollywood and we were shooting this valley clip a few years ago and the i said piano oh, one the piano one yeah yep. Yep. so i shot it initially we did it there and i came back did the edit and I showed her first for her to approve it. She's like, dude, my piano playing's fucking out of whack. She's yeah. like, no, can we redo it? I'm like, fuck, we kind of need to... We can't. We can't. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Slayer were recording down the street. She calls Kerry King from Slayer and is like, um, I need Andrew Stewart, your film dude, to come to my house and film this piano s- section for this Valley clip. So Kerry King and like Tom Array give fucking Stu the green light. Stu bolts up the road in Hollywood to Cat's house, reshoots the piano scene, fucking uploads it from the Slayer studio in Hollywood. And then I get it that next day, or that day. And then the clip was redone. So I'm like, fuck, contact Stu, the, the video guy. I'm like, dude, let me send you some sunny. He's like, thank you so much. Yeah. And he's like, oh, do you want to print? Oh, like I've got these C shoots of sick band stuff. And he had this one sick one of Marilyn Manson with an army helmet on with an American flag draped over him. I was like, fuck, I want that. Yeah. And he's like, dude, he's one of my fuck good friends. He's playing in Australia next week. No shit. So then he, I'm like, fuck, hooks me up, Marilyn Manson. So then that's how I met Manson. Yeah, right. And then Manson was coming to Brizzy. And he's like, come to the show. So I went to Brizzy, took him some shades, but made him a bunch of like custom tinted aviators. Yeah. Next minute I'm on the side of the stage, fucking Johnny Depp rolls out. No shit. Straps a guitar on, gets on stage and plays guitar. Oh, Beautiful people. I remember people. that show, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I saw that Daily show. Daily Mail YouTube. UK fucking yep. used my photo and video shit on Daily Mail of Johnny Depp and Manson. I was the only person allowed on stage. You're kidding. It was fucking wild. Then I went to Soundwave with Manson the next day. What year was... Well, was I, like, I went to that. I went to the Sydney <clears throat> Soundwave. Yep. And it must have been, him. what, three years ago? Four years ago? Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. How fucked up was he that day? Oh, that was pretty full on. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was like, where was I was fucking front and center mosh pit because I froth Marilyn Manson. Like yep. watching some of his like early two thousands interviews yep. on like TV shows and where he just fucking owns people. Oh yeah, it's like some of my favorite shit. Like I rewatch that stuff all the time because he is so smart. Oh, it's crazy, and I love that his whole deal is like you think I'm this dumb fucking oh. redneck that's the just goth. making this goth screamo devil shit and he's then he's so like so switched on yeah oh man he is one of the smartest people yeah, in man. show business and and he's he changed it <clears throat> yeah so i i go back and re-watch that stuff all the time yep. when i do my little youtube Dude, rabbit holes i've been going up to uh last few times i've been in la he calls me and like he's like come up to the house and he's like just come by yourself and i've just been going up to his place at like it's never before midnight yeah, well, because apparently he he's like does the vampire thing, hundred percent. Like he doesn't. He goes to bed awake. at like five yeah. and sleeps all day. But like he's fucking so like his creativity is oh. insane, dude. Like he's 
to, he showed his art room in his house where he does his watercolors. Yeah. He fucking does them laying down and like on the floor. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And he, uh, he's fucking just a. <clears throat> dude, how's yeah. this one? The, um, this You'll like this. Um, <laughs> fuck. My neighbors and I, like, I'd get. So we've been working on this Manson Valley collab for a while. It's been in the process and I designed these like double cross aviators. They're sick. Fuck and, yeah. And, um, my neighbors, I got the protos before I went over to see. I flew over with the protos to show Manson, and my neighbors took photos on, and they're like, "Hey, can you take him a fork? We want a fork out of Manson's house." And I'm like, "What? A fucking fork?" Yeah. Um. So I'm like, "Okay." So I take pack up your sunnies, chuck the fork in my bag, go to LA, roll up to Manson's house, and we're having a few drinks and stuff, and we're going through the sunnies, and we're talking for a couple of hours, and I was like, "Oh fuck." I got this fork in my pocket. Yeah. And I was like, oh, here's a weird one. He's like, what? I'm like, he's like, what the fuck? And I was like, hey, how's my neighbor? I showed him the photo. They want to fucking swap forks with you. <laughs> and he's like, fork. And I said, mate, I don't know. Don't know why. I don't know yeah. why. And he goes, oh, she wants to play the fork game. So he yells his assistant, is there, Judd? He's like, Judd, go to my room, bring down the red box. And I was like, well, the red box. Okay, it's getting heavier. <laughs> what the fuck is in the yeah. red box? So Judd goes upstairs in Manson's room, comes down with this red box, and he's like, MC, they want to play the fork game with Manson. I'm like, yeah. He goes, okay. Boom. Pops open this red box, pulls out a fork and goes, now there's a fork. It's a fucking third Reich stamped Nazi soldier's fork. And he gives it back and he goes, tell your fucking neighbors, don't ever play the fork game with me again. Really? Yeah, I've, so got, it, I've got it at home. What's the... My neighbor's like, fuck, no, I'm not taking that. Really? So he collects like Nazi memorabilia. Yeah, and yeah. And so it's like to have cutlery that was st- stamped with the Third Reich stamp, it has yeah. to be from like hierarchy, like general or... Uh, yeah, like so heavy, he, heavy. So shit. he paid a lot for this cutlery set and he gave me a fork out of it to give to my neighbors. He's like, tell them don't play the fucking fork game again. So what's the fork game? I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, that's so sick. <laughs> oh, it's mental. So oh. my neighbors like, I'm not taking a fucking Nazi fork. Dude, that um, that show where he was in Sydney. Did, were you at the Sydney no, one? No, I, like, I was at the Brisbane one. Oh, you at the Brisbane one? So yep. I was at the Sydney one. Yeah. And, um, and I was just skits and like so pumped to, yeah. to see him live. Because yeah. the other thing, people, I don't think people respect how fucking good he is vocally. Oh, he's Like insane. he is ridiculously good. Yeah. And that was, I mean, that is just another reason to, to enjoy that guy because yeah. of what he can pull off on stage. Yeah. And, um, and he was fucked up. Like, yeah. I was just like, whoa. It was, it was like. He was throwing the mic at roadies, and I was just like, I didn't yeah, know, dude. I didn't know how much of it. <clears throat> he was like just beats like, his band up when he plays with them. Yeah, full on. Like hey. The drummer gets like his ass kicked. Yeah, the drummer <laughs> gets fucked up. It's heavy, yeah, hey. no, it's crazy. And I, I felt bad for the guy. How serious is he? Like, is he just a fucking like? Is that just part of it? Like, he just he, gets on stage and he's just in, he's consumed just, by that whole. Yeah, deal. he's just into it. Yeah, that's his thing. And then like, yeah, it's CK. Because I and then like, you know what kind of pisses me off though is when people <laughs> say like. Um, oh he's a fucking idiot like what is it I'm like bro so you don't smart. get it like yeah. that that's rock star shit oh. rock star yeah. shit you're supposed yeah. to do that like yeah Kanye West is a fucking idiot but that's rock star shit yeah, it's and true. it's like that pushes forward yeah. culture Yeah, and I, I don't know what it is about yeah. that but I think that people taking that much liberty yeah. and going so far out of the fucking box it's like 
they're the leaders and we're the sheep in a way. Yeah, man. And then they they go so much further than we can, but it just lets us move that little. It just we take that step yep. and that step and that step. And I think that's yep. what I think that is how these like rock stars and pop stars and yep. and these kind of iconic cultural figures. Yeah. I think that's how it moves us forward. Like yeah. they move forward massive and we think they're fucking batshit crazy. Yeah. But then they also drag us just that little bit further. Yeah. Manson's so smart. Like he knows who to partner himself with, whether it be speak photographers, filmmakers, directors, producers, you know, he's so all over everything. I think that's why I love every, so much about what he does and have so much respect for him, you know, and people who, when we post stuff about Manson, our, um, you know, consumer base is majority 70%, 80% women. Yeah. They probably hate him. Yeah. And like I've had chicks say, why isn't like that guy? But I think it's just me personally on a creative level, he is a fucking genius. Oh, fuck yes. 100%. It's crazy how good he is as yeah. far like in every element of what he does. It's like... I wouldn't even say it's like orchestrated or anything. It's just what he does. Well, again, it comes back to like that whole connoisseur of cool thing. Yeah. It's like, he's not trying to follow a trend. He's no. that's like authentically him. hundred percent genuinely, mate, he fucking been in his house. I know it's how he lives. Yeah. It's not like his house is like a fucking museum. Yeah. And like every, like that's an Adams family shit. Yeah, man. It's how he lives and it's legit. Like, yeah. You know, he lives the rock star life and yeah. he's fucking, he is a rock star. So he should. Yeah. You know, and, but how rad is it that a guy that's so authentic yeah. and so true to what he's doing chooses to work with you? Yeah. Oh, it's that's sick. like, that's the, I think that's the ultimate in like props to yeah. a, a brand that is in a creative space the yep. way that you are. Yeah. I just showed him those clips the other night yep. from um, Bosnia and Croatia and Serbia. I went up there last week. And uh, Courtney Love was there actually, really as well in the lounge room. So she's seen the clips as well, and uh, it was fucking wild. He called me and he's like, "Dude, because I was flying out the next day." He's like, "Come up, by the way, Courtney Love's here. Bring her a pair of sunnies." Fuck yeah! And um, so she was cool. Had yeah. a couple of fucking vodka sodas with her, and yeah. <laughs> it's crazy like the that whole six degrees of separation thing <clears throat> that gets yeah. going. And and if you're on your shit, man, when an opportunity yep. comes up like that you just said with like the Johnny Depp thing on stage it's like the people yeah. that you can kind of oh, yeah. and that's fucking gypsy tales right there you know yeah. what I mean like that's yeah. how this whole deal works yeah that's when I told you how I took that box of sunnies over to yep. when we did the collab I took um, there was two sizes a large size and a small size and there was like 20 pairs in each box the small box went to Johnny Depp no shit that night him Manson or Manson I let, he left me at like two went to Johnny Depp's house and then they posted a photo of them together with the glasses on. I was just like, fuck, this is dope. Yeah, that's heavy. Like, did you, like, you can't, you can't think like when you go into a business that that's going to be the outcome. Nah. Like, you, some of the shit, I guess like the best shit is this stuff where it's like you can't even fucking dream that you're going to have these kind of relationships. Oh, imagine if you had a PR company and you paid them to have a photo of Johnny Depp and Manson together wearing your frames. Like fucking hell, they'd probably invoice you for like 100 Gs. Yeah, full on A. <laughs> probably. It's crazy the whole, um, I don't think people understand the pull of those big PR companies. Because again, yeah. like talking to jay uh, yep. my mate that owns asare yep like they they are constantly getting hit up by all these pr companies and stuff yep. and like they can i oh, will promise you this person this person that. and you like they fucking run shit man yeah those big ones big ones yeah you pay for it though dude don't you yep. it's sick though that you can i guess like create a brand that <clears throat> is just it stands alone you know yeah well i think that's what we tried to do is just and even with like 
making these like short films and like these clips and going out of our way to do shoots like out of the norm like mm. going to like Joshua Tree Bulgaria yep. Western Australia to you know Croatia Bosnia and Serbia places like that like we could take the easy road but mm. we don't because you want people to be like what the fuck are yeah. these guys doing yeah. you know what I mean and just to to get people's attention as well and to also know that it's we're authentic like we're not like a yeah you know this is what we do and it's consistent the message is consistent the brand direction is consistent the frames are consistent and it's like people then they genuinely if they love your brand they have they trust you you know like yeah. I mean, that's when you've got longevity not temporary yeah oh 100 yeah. did you um what was the inspiration for the bulgaria thing are you like a bit of a world war ii junkie or I kind of am yeah where did that whole thing <clears throat> i kind of love from? i'm obsessed with the world war ii the whole i love like all the nazi shit like not yeah. the nazi stuff i hate what they represented but i just love like the architecture yeah. like the like uh the bunkers and all like that you know if you look ever look at like, the atlantic wall between like france and england where they built all those crazy bunkers and they snapped off the cliffs and it's just the whole just the architecture and the of those structures i just love it dude yeah. like it's nuts but i do not like what they did by any means like i think that's why when we went to this last trip to bosnia and that the whole point of it was like to show people what's over there and to also pay respects to the, all the people that died at those things like we, need, we were about to put a book together of like of a bit of history of each location we shot because like you know the, that one location i showed you we drove in there and because we researched them on the map but we kind of we didn't go deep into what each structure meant yeah until and like, until we we're on the road we were kind of going okay so this one's like yeah and they're saying it was a nazi death camp where like 100 to 200 people were killed in mass graves buried on site and like fuck how can you fathom that like yeah. you know and how could you get it's like two suncorp stadiums fucking dead yeah full of dead people so as i just said like for us to raise awareness of these structures what they represent in a respectful manner is like also pretty important i think to the rollout of this thing and i guess like giving it uh some light at the end of it you know what yeah. i mean like just <clears throat> like flipping the script on it yeah, because it, for it's sure it's beautiful in a way it's super in a beautiful. really um yeah in a kind of creepy eerie spooky way yeah. like there is beauty in that and yep. i think like when you were there was there like a heavy vibe to it the, the whole like because you one, can feel shit like that eh? when we drove into that one it's like it's called like the flower monument which is the second one which i showed you that drone shot pulled back yeah um when we drove in there we didn't know the real intensity of what happened and everyone in the car was just like goosebumps, goosebumps just yeah. like what the fuck and i was like oh dude this doesn't f-. and we didn't spend long there like yeah, everyone's right. like well, let's get the fuck out like it just doesn't it didn't feel like we should be there you know yeah. and it was kind of snowy but rainy yeah and, and sloshy and it was just fucking cold and oh it was weird man but like that that monument the most had the most impact on everyone yeah we knew that something had gone down there and they had like a train there that was set in like on the side where they'd taken um like all the prisoners of war and they'd it'd go from that monument up to Auschwitz in Germany oh so that was like this that was like the third biggest nazi death camp in eastern europe yeah so fuck crazy it's, it's um it's crazy how like wiped a lot of that history is because yeah. you'd think that something that big and that important yeah. would be like kind of common knowledge or something in it's a way like it's not you know it's like, not at all no. i didn't know i mean i've i've been all over and i've seen a lot yeah. of stuff and i've never knew that that, that, existed. that stuff existed so yep. it's like it's crazy how Dude, like, especially with Hitler. Anything yeah. that's to do with Hitler, it's like, 
fucking don't talk about it. Wipe it clean. Yeah, like, for sure. And it's that's full on, eh? People have even said to me, like, whoa, how are you going to approach this? You know, like, this is kind of unfucking taboo. Yeah. yeah, you can't go into this territory, like, being like, we're fashion yeah. in, like, you know. Yeah. But we're like, I think. You know, we're going in there respectfully with, with like the right intentions of raising awareness as well, but also fuck, look how cool this is. Yeah, this is dope. Like the architecture and this of these structures, and it's in the middle of the most beautiful places. Just this random thing. Yeah, it's like what the fuck, man. And then the vibe that's like attached <clears throat> to it. Yeah, and it's it's kind of cool because like, have you ever been to Stonehenge? Nah. So like, that was a place where I was like crazy excited to go to. Yep. And then we went there and it was like, you'd get on a fucking bus and then you got busted there and then there's like roped off and then yep. everyone's taking selfies and there's fucking selfie sticks in every corner. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, man, this is a thing that like, they yep. don't know how this got there. This is like yep. a legitimate modern mystery wonder of the world. And Isn't it's crazy? I feel nothing there. Yep. And it's like, it was a real shame to yep. be there and just fucking, it was just a, it was just a line in a cage. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what a shame. I mean? Yeah, it is a shame. Yeah. And then but when I saw that clip that like you just texted to me and I watched it on my phone. Yeah. And like I felt fucking moved by it. Like yeah. it had like a heavy vibe to it. Yeah. And it's like it I guess it's cool to then bring that light to where that did happen. Yep. It's got now it's got this eerie thing that's yeah. attached to it and yep. people get to see it like it's it's sort of a shame obviously <clears throat> it's like a fucked up thing that yeah. happened there but it's like that there, there is like yeah art and beauty in it's, that in that it's weirdness. crazy like if you tried to like i don't know any prime minister or president in any country now that would fund the 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 um costings of building 60 structures to commemorate anything yeah especially no one in this country no nah. you know what i mean like they, they'll build fucking ridiculous gold coast signs but how, on the fucking how, highway, how bad is it it's they're awful <laughs> someone needs to get shot who did those but you're right like that yeah. architecture of and i mean just yeah european stuff like the like uh have you been to the um cologne um the cologne cathedral in cologne germany no nah. It's like the biggest outside, like the Vatican's the biggest church of yep. like in terms of internal, but the um, co- the Cologne uh, Cathedral is like actually bigger on the outside. Yeah. And it's shit. like fucking crazy. Then there's a vibe like you can there really feel it. must be like crazy it. like dungeons underneath that thing. Yeah. It's like that. I think the outer surface of it is like the biggest one in the world. Yeah. But um, yeah, like you look at that architecture and like it's yep. weird that we don't have that kind of stuff and like nah. that's like true artistry too like can you imagine all the people that like because all of those like even yep. through like rome is ridiculous crazy, like eh? the i guess uh, i mean like when did it stop but like that was slavery i guess you know what i mean <coughs> well, like you can't fucking pay for that shit now like you can't build, afford it two years to build structures and then they just walk away from it like oh don't worry about it like yeah. that bulgaria thing that was the head of the communist party or the headquarters or whatever and then it was a bit been abandoned since like 1978 or something. And it's just sitting on top of that hill, just like overlooking everywhere, like all of that town there, you know, and it's nuts. Just nothing there. Yeah. It's freaking crazy. That's like, um, what's the, like Chernobyl. Have you, you seen like... <laughs> we spoke about going to shoot there actually. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the yeah. move. Because mm. people love that kind of shit. Like yeah. you'll get those people that... Um, <clears throat> will buy like the Charles Manson houses and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and there's like people like do have an affinity with that kind of yeah they like yeah those crazy places like yeah we went there like fuck i wonder yep. what that is yeah 
just people like knowing that you've gone to the unknown places that they wouldn't go yeah and i guess i guess maybe there's a thing where like we all are gonna die yeah and it's like in your day-to-day life you're trying to be as far away from death as you can be yeah and then to go go there it's like soaked in death yeah it's got to be like a weird yeah like a weird feeling you know that that one i showed you the two the the wing structure we went to that was in bosnia when we went there uh there was a big landslide and um because we didn't have permits for anywhere yeah. just rolled up and yeah. just shot and uh the cops were down the bottom of the hill and i was like oh can i drive the van up and park closer so we can shoot and he's like yeah 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 anyway this lady comes up she's like what are you doing i'm like are we just shooting and she's like where's your permit i was like i don't have a permit i didn't know we had to have a permit anyway yeah. she takes us back we pay for the permit 300 bucks sweet score and she's like the hill slid away and there were bones hanging out of the dirt for real for real yeah I'm like, holy fuck. So yeah. we, uh, that was like, that she kind of got us around lunchtime. We was there shooting for a whole day, just yeah. that one spot. So we had like, I think three more hours to shoot. And I was like, stay away from the mud. Cause it's like bones yeah. hanging out of it and shit. Dude, have you, um, like you would have been in like all the, those big cathedrals and stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Like, can you imagine this whenever I'm like in those kind of like cathedrals all through yep. Italy and Europe and that, like, I don't believe in God at all. Yep. But, you feel something in there there's like, something going on it's yeah. full on eh? it's crazy and yep. can you imagine two you know thousand years ago when that shit was being built yeah and you're living in a, a straw hut essentially <laughs> like some timber with some straw on the top and you've got some goats and fucking sheep <laughs> and you like that yeah world and then that's the extent of like architecture that's attainable and then you step into like those big cathedrals it's like crazy you could see why religion was so trusted yeah trusted yeah. and like so widespread because yep. it's like that shit is like yeah uh, it's godly those structures are just yep. so unattainable we went to um jerusalem last year oh really we have a distributor in israel he's a legend and i went and stay with him in tel aviv and then he drove us out we went to the dead sea swimming in the dead sea really it's nuts and then we, we took us into jerusalem fucking scariest place i've ever been dude I was going to say, like, what was it actually? <clears throat> just felt like unsafe, vibe, like unstable, bad yeah. vibes. And he was telling us, like, he's like, oh, I said, oh, you know, like, what's going on? There was, wasn't many tourists around. And he asked, because he's obviously he's, um, Israeli, he asked the guys, and there was like a stabbing, like, I guess, like a Muslim, like, radicalist went and stabbed the guard right in at front of a church, right where we were. We went right into, like, um, right in the middle of Jerusalem, where it was, like, meant to be, like, the birth of Mary. Yeah. And like where Jesus, we went to the tomb where Jesus was apparently shackled and like. No shit. Yeah, it was crazy. Do you get the same vibey, like that same feeling when you're there oh, no, that, that you the, are when you're in those big churches? No, the, well, the vibe there was like almost like, it was almost like Just everyone's kind of on edge. Yeah. Like, cause he said, there's like so many, cause it's like, they're so extreme. Like, you know, there's like the really crazy Christ, Christians, Catholics, Jewish, yeah. Muslims, you know, all the different religions that all have different beliefs. And that, they've all got a stakehold. Th- this on, is the hub. Yeah. This is it you know so they're all so crazy about it so i was like mate let's get the fuck out of here yeah we did a little quick little tour and just paced but i've heard that um israel as a country is actually like a really rad country in terms of the people and stuff and the women are beautiful like israeli women are beautiful as well we stayed in tel aviv for like five days and we had the best time yeah the people the food just like the beaches are amazing like it's really good it's just like you know and people go oh israel that's a bit scary no it's fine there's radicals everywhere don't get me wrong yeah. but we didn't feel unsafe at all in tel aviv it was great yeah 
yeah i've always wanted to do some travel through there yep but it's got it's got to be heavy oh there's heavy spots for sure like anywhere like if, i guess like that whole palestinian thing yeah and, no, that's going on right now that's crazy but i think if you try and you know fingers crossed play the safe safe road yep. don't go too uh too deep you should be fine yeah but uh, i mean i think there's there's kind of shit that goes on everywhere like yeah you know even places i've been in the states and things like that like walked into a bar in like tennessee with an yep. asian friend yeah and the people in the bar were like get the fuck out of the bar and i'm like he's asian yeah like, come on he's asian don't, that's crazy I don't, Asians in this day and age for real man it was only a few years ago that's fucking and nuts. then they just like wanted to fucking kill him it was just super heavy we were down so, in mexico a few weeks ago on our way to a trade show we just called in we had a little quick little vacay i mean a mate were just down, having tacos in a back street in mexico and fuck unsafe yeah definitely but then you get some places in mexico that yeah. people just like they froth it so it's like yeah, this was carbo but we were like an hour out of carbo yeah okay it's pretty sketchy well i think that i actually haven't been to mexico it's like for all the years i've been in the states yep. i've never gone but um yeah you hear nothing but like it's like 50 50 yeah you know what i mean you get some people that are like i drive to mexico every single weekend dude yeah, like it's i sweet. love what are you tj talking about? yeah and yep. then you get some people that are like fuck that i would never go there again and like but we had the best experience we said the one night we were out the guys like yeah just follow the lights we end up in a back alleyway pitch black all dressed in black next minute the federales come with the machine gun on the back everyone in balaclavas driving past us i'm like we're out of here yeah fuck sketchy and then uh our sales agents in LA just we went back after New York had lunch with them and stuff and they're going oh yeah how's this story about our friend Mexico and I was like I can't even talk about it on here it's so gnarly and I was just like fucking hell man yeah. like a chick disappeared in a nightclub found her get taken over the border had been killed opened up filled with drugs sewn up they tried to fucking take her over the border whoa yes like legit like not even like we heard it was like yeah, a friend's yeah. friend like Oh, Ugh. it's still gnarly. Eggy shit, eh? Yeah. That's like there was... That was in TJ, actually. It, yeah, right. That's full on <laughs> like that. So you can like jet ski basically from like San Diego to Tijuana. Yeah. And um, Do they let you do that? No. I don't know, man. But there was yep. something where um, a cop and his kid were like jet skiing around San Diego, like that kind of yep. area really close to the border. I'm prob- I might be butchering the, the details of the story. But basically, they like grabbed him they, yeah. and his kid on the jet ski found out he was a cop and then they decapitated him and then they like made his kid ride back on the jet ski with like his dad's head or some like really fucking gnarly shit you see full on a eh? it's still like the cartels down there still running shit obviously. you know how we fix that build a wall apparently no 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 <laughs> you make cocaine legal <laughs> yeah there you go honestly yeah like they've decriminalized have you read about any of the stuff that portugal's done carbo's done it too you can get really? caught with like five grams of cocaine or heroin on you and it's classed as like personal use yeah and you i think you get like a fine or something it's not like you don't go to jail yeah that's how it should be like that's how you stop drugs yeah like the reason there's a cartel is because yeah. drugs are illegal yeah. and they're supplies. It's some supply and demand. Yeah. Like you see with um, what they've done in Portugal, like the deaths. Have you watched any stuff on nah. that? Dude, fucking get on YouTube yep. when you find yourself wanting to do a bit of a rabbit hole thing yep. and watch the docos on Portugal. Like they basically eliminated heroin overdoses. Like they were having a crazy, crazy... Like epidemic or something? Oh, 
epidemic, man, of people Fuck. overdosing on heroin. Yeah. And then in 12 months, it went down to basically zero. Because they legalized it. Yeah. And then people, like, so what they did is they took all of the money. Well, it's like 60% of the drug war money, basically, yep. that they were spending on uh, incarceration, policing, all that kind of shit, right? Yep. And then they didn't... So it's not legal. Like, you you can't sell heroin. You can't... Like, if you're a drug dealer, then it's still illegal. Yep. But it's not... Like, it's not a felony to get caught using um, heroin or, yep. like, basically any of those drugs, right? Yep. And so they took 60% of the budget that they were spending on fighting drugs. Yep. And then they put that into treatment programs, rehabilitation programs, and then uh, safety. Yeah. So, because a lot of the times they're... The these junkies are using like fucked up needles, and then you yeah. get and then like the stress that it puts on the healthcare system yeah. because people are going in, they're getting getting AIDS, they're getting like crazy sick, and then obviously like the people that don't, uh, it's not fatal, and then they're going into hospital. Yeah. So anyway, they took sixty percent of the money, and like dude, twelve months time, like basically no overdoses, and then they like what happens so like if you get caught using heroin right so it's not a uh, or any drug it's not a criminal thing you don't have to go to court but what you yep. do have to do is go to like an intervention okay. so there's a guy that is um his job is to see every case in it's lisbon i think yeah. it is so that's where the, 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 the that's where like the doco was around um but every like basically drug offense that came in on like on a user end yeah that would go to him yeah and then he would be like this is the best procedure yeah he'd yeah. he'd he'd adjudicate their case and be like hey man like you're a fucking hardcore drug addict yeah you need to go into a rehab center Sweet. and then they then <clears throat> the government they fund the rehab center and stuff like that get them back on track and then yeah they go from program to program and then it's like oh this guy's a casual user they'd like go hey mate here's a couple of pamphlets on on heroin here's a couple of um kind of procedural things if you're going to use it we have these vans that drive around to like homeless sites and like kind of notorious junkie areas yeah and they're giving out clean needles they're giving out uh, like methadone and things like so it's just like Fuck. completely changed it right just flipped it 100 percent. yeah and so the we all know that people will do drugs yeah all the time yeah and like coffee's a drug yeah like there's drugs in coke they're like yeah. coca-cola like there's drugs in everything people yeah. are gonna do drugs yeah and it's like if we you can't fight it no. in the way that they are now it's not working they've been yep. doing it for years and nothing's gone down yeah exactly so it's like what's the, you i think that yeah you look at the big issues of yeah. like okay the cartels are fucking massive issue the murders yeah. like the deaths associated with um, cartels the cartels is like yeah how that's not a crazy problem like a crazy world like a yep. problem for humanity that everyone's like man look at these people that are just yep. getting murdered that's what we were saying last year like uh, I was on I think nine like news or some like sent out a report whilst we were away saying the top 10 deadliest cities in the world number one Cabos and Lucas 384 homicides last year related to drug use yeah it's crazy it's homicide more than one a day yeah like that's just fucking out of control number one city in the world and then yep. it's all South American, like yep. Venezuela and like, yep. you know, so it's all like, it all leads back to one thing. Yeah. And it's cocaine. Cocaine, yeah. And it's like the other problem with drugs or with cocaine is then you give it out to these dealers and then these dealers get a, a uh, like a kilo of it and then they try and turn that into two kilos. Yeah. And then you're getting all this kind of fucking weird shit, janky shit in cocaine and then that's causing issues for people. So it's like, yep. okay, 
let's make it uh decriminalize it so yep. you obviously can't be a coke dealer but yep. now just like you can buy weed from stores in la that it's like yeah. pharmaceutical kind of grade it's all grown with standards and it's like yep. legitimate weed and then you can go in you can be like okay there's like an educational side of it yeah people aren't getting this fucking cuckoo because they actually know what they're doing not, yeah. no more homemade edibles that <laughs> could have like 400 grams in it but um but then you do that with coke and then you you can go to a pharmacy yeah. and then if you start like buying a lot of cocaine <laughs> yeah. then you go hey this is a potential issue you know flag yeah. people for treatment flag people for help yeah. and uh take away that income of the cartel yeah. like it, you take it, away the power it just it'd be crazy completely chops them off at the knees yeah and it's like people are still doing it yeah it's fucking wild and it's crazy too like as the end user and this is how powerful it is like if you knew that the the like the rack that you were doing yeah has killed fucking thousands of people yeah like you'd still do it <laughs> it's like you know how bad that like the back end like yeah. all of the crazy shit that it took to get that oh. cocaine like it's fucking to you, crazy man it's eggy as fuck like you yep. just it's but people that's how powerful it is yeah and people still want to do it yep. so it's like with all that aside you think some laws and yeah i guess we're random now about it. it but but yeah it's like take that away man and then because yeah. like you look at i always look at mexico man and every time i'm like down in san diego and you just see that peninsula still just going, there you're just like fuck it is beautiful yeah the beaches the waves <coughs> isn't it the, weird how just the have one fence it can just change dramatically you know the well, same land the same soil Dude, just different direction different have, governments yeah and they're just a line in the sand yeah and that's so fully like only because of a fence if that fence wasn't there it's the same place it's exactly and have you ever drove through like el paso texas no nah, i haven't dude you gotta do that i one know day. i'd love to yeah yep. i went to jail in el paso texas really border border patrol yeah oh fuck what for <laughs> oh they they thought our van was stolen okay so oh fuck i'm like driving this van dude at um uh, one o'clock in the morning we left california at 10 in the morning yep then yeah one in the morning it was like full hot um yep california sunshine when we left and then we drove and we got to el paso and they did the border security thing yeah and they like kind of opened everything up and that was just like fucking packed because we we're going to a motocross race yeah so they were like who's all these bikes and we're like oh they're ours like we're going to a motocross race then they're like oh we need to we're gonna just check that because it looked like we just stole everyone sh- like everyone's <laughs> shit out of a house yeah and um so then they're like they're like we're gonna run the plates and then it was like the guy tyler it was his dad stepdad's car yeah like the the registration and insurance was in his stepdad's name so it doesn't match his last name he's like oh it's my stepdad so anyway they pulled us all inside oh fuck. they like fucking legit so <laughs> then um my passport was in the back right so yep. i'm driving and i'm in like a singlet and i'm i get there and wind the window down one in the morning it's fucking freezing cold dude it's like zero yeah and um and so i'm like shivering because the the it's so cold, so cold yeah. and i'm in a singlet and uh, he's like turn the car off i had the heater going he's like not turn the car off and then uh he's like where's your where's your passport or where's your license i was like i don't have a texas license like i'm australian i'm just here on holidays yeah and um he's like where's your where's your uh passport so i like went to undo my seatbelt, and he's just freaked out opened like ripped the door open ripped me out of the car oh. face on the ground like fucking boot on the back of the neck the whole deal dude just like oh, they just fuck. went mac 10 on me like Crazy. and um 
And I just fucking lit up. I was like, rah, 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 like screaming at him. Cause I was like, yeah. dude, what the fuck? Like yeah. smash my face. So I, uh, anyway, that comes down. I'm in handcuffs at this point. And then I did, they ripped my shirt to where like I only had one thing on. So I was even colder. <laughs> oh, so then they, they're like, oh, well we need to see your passport. And I was like, damn, I'm in trouble here. Like just for the way that I reacted and yeah. you know what I mean? It's in the back. Yeah. And yeah. so I was like, it's in the back. And there was just like three motorcycles, a scooter, like oh. a like a moped gear bags everywhere luckily my gear bag was right there so he wouldn't even take the cuffs off to m- let me um get, get my bag out oh, so i'm like got cuffs behind my back and i'm like trying to open the door with the with my uh hands behind my back pop it out and then i open it up and kevin windham had just signed a jersey for me for yep. my dad and it was like folded flat on the top oh he's nice like, he's like oh how'd you get a kevin windham jersey like this guy yeah and i was like oh kevin windham and i was just yeah. being a fucking dick at this point and so he was just so off me and uh i thought he was gonna steal it but anyway like i got my passport out and then we spent like five or six hours in this um like a di- in like the a- cell dude oh. and it was full of mexicans that had jumped the border yeah and like and like dude so you parked at border control yep and three four hundred meters away is the fence yep. and fucking tents fires dogs howling like gunshots it is full on man it looks like a scene from Chappie or something (laughs) like it's so heavy yeah and yeah we just stayed in there for like hours man and it was just yeah full of these big gnarly Mexicans let you go in the end yeah they let us go in the end obviously like everything checked out yeah but like that flagged my passport I got detained the next time I went into the US I had to go to court to like because they they wanted to say that I was arrested Oh, and I was like, I didn't get arrested, dude. I was at border control. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, well, your passport's been flagged because you know when you go into the states on a ESTA, yep. you got to say like it says, have you ever been arrested or whatever. Yeah. So they brought me in for well, the for very next you time been for, for lying. lying. Yeah, and I was like, man, I've never been arrested. And um, so then they take me in, and it was like hours in there as well. And they yep. fuck. Have you ever been in yeah. like that? Yeah. And they fuck with you so hard. Oh, they ripped all my bags out there when I was heading there last time on my own. Really? Yeah. Like I had so many sunnies in my bag, like about 80 or 90 pairs. How'd you explain that away? I just been mate, the samples. Yeah. And like, well, they were samples anyway. Yeah. I'm like, they're not for resale. And they're like, you know, I had to pull out my laptop, show yeah. me how much I paid for samples. It's like, yeah, yeah just a shit process. And import duty on Sunnies is 3% anyway. Like, so what? You want to pay yeah. pay three bucks? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, it was really worth holding for four hours for And like, look at the Instagram. That's Johnny Depp. That's Marilyn. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you could easily kind of explain it away. Yeah. I, they just like want to catch it out too. They it's do. pretty heavy. Yeah. But yeah, so I went in there and, um, and I was like, look, dude, this is what happened. Like, I'll yeah. tell you, because I was in there for like an hour before it even clicked. Oh that that's what they You're were talking about for, yeah, and yeah. i just kept saying so i was blue in the face i'm like man i can't say this anymore like i've never been in any trouble here yeah i was like i've never been arrested i don't i said mm. i've never been arrested in my life in general mm. and um and they're like man look at this and they're showing me the screen and it's saying detain and then i saw el paso when he turns yep. the screen and i was like oh el paso and i was like yeah i didn't get arrested and yeah. he's like, well, mate, like it says here. And so they actually had to call. They, I was like, dude, call them. I was like, I don't know if that works, yeah. but like, just call them. And then the guy that arrested me was working. Yeah. And I was like. How lucky is that shit? And I said, tell them that I was the dude with the Kevin Windham jersey and just see if anyone bites. Yeah. And the fucking guy that, that pulled me out of the car is like, you know what? I remember that. 
and then he's like was he arrested and he's like nah the kid the dude was an asshole but we didn't arrest him yeah and it turns out that i because so yeah i ended up having to go to court to get it off my record because yep. they did class it as an arrest on my record there oh, fuck. yeah so i had to fully go to court and prove that i didn't get arrested but what the technicality of it all was is that they didn't read me my miranda rights oh so like you technically can't get arrested if they haven't read you your rights no nah, they didn't read me any rights they just chucked me in the cell with my with my mates yeah so it was like <clears throat> it was so heavy just like and a complete nothing situation just turned f- into like it cost me thousands of dollars dude oh that's crazy yeah but you it is worth doing that drive yep. to see now you just kind of make scaring me off going that fucking boy it's <laughs> fucking texas is no joke yeah texas they basically aren't even like the united states they're texas just crazy yeah, yeah they're texas it's a, yep. it's their own thing that's wild eh? yeah it's full on but the then Texans. you go to like um have you ever been to austin nah that's like one of the raddest cities on planet earth Fuck. 100 yep. 100 that's like uh west by southwest or something would be sick. Yeah, yeah 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 that i think that's happening like pretty or has it already happened i think yeah maybe it just happened yeah but yeah dude there's a fuck what's the name of the road there's a street that um Oh, I'm blanking on the street name. Yeah. But um, yeah, just, it's just bars, man. Just hundreds Fun. and hundreds of bars. And they shut the street down at like Friday, Saturday, Sunday night at yep. a certain time. It's just street meat. They got like the dudes that are doing the crazy big barbecues. So good. Yeah, and it's like old school Texas, yep. but really new school in terms of like a party yep. atmosphere Sick. and yeah it's just it's a super cool town yeah, so be fun. we go to the moto gp there yep so yeah you go there in the town just fully comes alive but south by southwest would yep. be maybe you do a pop-up shot there mate yeah that'd be fun <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like it would be fun De- texas just is its own deal yeah i need to go check it out yeah where where have you been in the states have you done a lot of traveling yeah i um i spent a lot of time just obviously around la yeah the desert in uh joshua tree pretty crazy huh? palm springs yeah i love it out there like i've um, got a bunch of mates in musos that live out one, uh, one of them's got a recording studio out there yeah right called rancho della luna yeah and uh, his name's dave catching he's in the eagles of death metal oh right. so it's like an analog studio they do like queens of the stone age and they just recorded that iggy pop yep, yep. Um, album post pop depression with josh homie yep and the guy from arctic monkeys and stuff so it's all done analog old school in this little house and the roof's like seven feet because it's so hot you know the, yeah their roofs are so low there and so there's like it's a one bedroom house and they've turned into an analog studio I've watched a doco on that. Yeah. There was... Um, was it a Foo Fighters one, maybe? Yeah. Was it the Dave Grohl? Yeah. I think yeah. it was the Dave Grohl uh, Sound City. Sound, Sound, Sound City, I'm pretty sure, is yeah. the name of the doco. Yeah. And... Um, oh, fuck. I want to get that right. I'll post a link to it or something. Yeah. If that's, I'm that's dope, that thing. Yeah. And he buys that Sound Desk. Yeah. The Nerve Board or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. And it's yeah. like... It's analog too. But yeah. Dave's is... It's the whole thing's all done on the end of these to do like the desert sessions out sessions out there and because the dude from queens of the stone age was born in palm springs wasn't mm, he josh homie yeah yeah okay so that's who you talk yeah yeah so yeah dave catching is the guy from eagles he's got a huge long big white beard yep he's uh yeah records pj harvey arctic monkeys yep. everyone out in this this little house it's fucking rad have you been out there yeah yeah i've been there a bunch Fuck and, yeah. uh, and um there's like got a little there's a little uh bar out there called pappy and harriet's Yep. It's in Pioneer Town, which is like a little like yeah, Western yeah, film yeah. set. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. It's so trippy how they have that 
like random shit out there. It's, eh? That place, it's sick out there. Yeah, Palm Springs is a um, like what's the <clears throat> town that's near like closest to Joshua Tree? Fifty nine Palms is it? Is it fifty nine Palms? Twenty nine Palms? Because there's that li- it's because it's like to get into Palm Springs is like what half an hour out of D- Joshua Tree. Yeah, yes, you, the the and highway like got, splits off. Yeah. You go up to the hills and Palm Springs is to the right. Yeah, yeah. and, and there's like you, Indio. Yep. Is at the back and there's like Coachella Valley and all that, you know, so that's kind of to the right. And then up at the top is like, um, yeah, Morongo. Yep. Get through Morongo and then up into Joshua Tree. That whole like, it's trippy though. That Yeah, it's weird, man. That little weird. town that like is right where the National Park entrance is. Yep. We stayed there once and um, yeah, just like getting food and stuff. Like you went out at night, it was just a fucking weird, weird. little there's, vibe there's eh? nothing there like there's a couple the people of, that decide to live out there mate because you could used to buy i think in not too long ago you could buy a block of land for like 30 or 40 grand mm. so people would just bought, build these like shanties out there all these crazy little houses and it's and it's super before eccentric. it became trendy you know like then all yeah. the la crew started buying houses out there and prices rose but there's some there's some different humans out there for but, sure there is man and I, it's like we went out there in october for that desert days festival oh yeah it's fucking trippy that thing who what what kind of vibe is that is it was it just like, like all kind of like psychedelic kind of bands like Iggy Pop played which was cool and Eagles of Death Metal played and um, yeah we just went out there for a few days with the boys we ran into like a 45 foot RV bus thing yeah. and we went it was sick have you um, have you got any intentions of doing Burning Man at some point I don't know I think I'd die yeah it'd be pretty full on hectic eh? I think Burning Man is we're probably three years late yeah on burning man it's kind of too it's kind of become like it's coachella now it is yeah it's yep. isn't it funny how things like that get eaten up yeah because coachella before I hated coachella man yeah you didn't like it nah. i've got friends that, i've never been but i got friends that said the same it's thing it's weird you gotta walk so far into this thing and if you want to go and have drinks you gotta drink in a beer tent you can't like grab a beer and go watch a band and i feel like i don't know i just didn't like it i like a i don't know, I don't know. it's just like a big it's just a big scene yeah, and it's it's all for Instagram now. It is, and yeah. like you get the, like I've got friends that are over there, like girlfriends that'll do the yep. full thing, man. Like yep. every day is a different outfit, and then like yep. the modeling agencies that all these models are contracted with will yep. rent a house, and all the model girls go to the house, yep. and then they all have their outfits, and they all have their hair and makeup chick, and the photographers, yeah. And it's or the whole week is about like creating content. It's not about the music or nah. the festival or the art behind the, it anymore. And the content that comes out of this shit anyway. Yeah, it's all the same shit. Yeah. It's that those people that are Boho jumping on trend. Bullshit. Like, oh, yuck. And I think, unfortunately, uh, yeah. Burning Man is He's the becoming next that. Coachella. It's like, I don't know, what do you call that shit? Like when it just gets eaten up by fucking. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like a... I don't know, man. It's like a flock of seagulls to a big bag of fucking hot chips to me. Yeah, and I feel like they've just finished the Coachella chips. Yeah. And, and now they're, they're going to the Burning Man chips. Yeah. And one of my friends, she went to um, she went to Burning Man like maybe two years ago. Yeah. And, um, and for I've just never been in town. Yeah, when where, it's Like been I've on. always been away working. You've got to be really like dedicated, couldn't... huh? you got to like take all your shit with you. Yeah, and yep. I just couldn't plan to do it and it just didn't yep. work out and every year it's kind of bummed me out that i haven't been able to go yeah but i called her after it and um and i was like oh how was it yeah and she was like oh it was fucking crazy like i, f- I was scared the whole time because she doesn't do any drugs she doesn't do yep. any like she she's not in that world yeah. of like what the people are that like yep. the reason that started and yeah. it's like you go to see that you go to yep. to feel 
whatever the fuck is going on with all of those is people. It, I heard are, some wild stories about that place. Man, me too. Like heavy <laughs> shit. Yeah, eh? same, yeah. They have like they have a dedicated orgy tent. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like and what? and you can't so like you can't go in there as a dude just by yourself. No, nah, you gotta go in there with a chick that you're willing to share. Yeah, it's full on. That's hectic. And there's just like, and it's 24-7. It doesn't yep. close. It doesn't, like, there's no rules there. Yeah. And it's like, you can't take any money. Yeah. You make drinks. You got to share stuff. You got to share food, share drugs, share booze, whatever. Yeah. And then there's like, oh, imagine how much you'd want to have a shower. I, I'm just not a camper. I don't camp. Yeah, I'd say I love that shit. We grew up <laughs> yeah. camping. I hate but camping. What was what's cool about it too is like celebs can go there and yep. because it's all so like heavily costume based, yep. you can You can disappear. You can disappear, but then I feel like everyone gets so fucked up to the point that like they don't care that they're with Leonardo DiCaprio anymore. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like then you get those guys that can actually just be amongst like the freaks. Yeah. And just just blend, you know? Yeah, but yeah. that's uh I feel like the seagulls are attacking burning man too <laughs> yeah. so i wonder i wonder What's what the, the next, next yeah. yeah the next one is and then you maybe jump on that bandwagon fuck crazy because have you um have you seen the insane clown posse yeah you know you know what's their festival that they do have you ever seen oh. youtube videos of that shit no nah. no i haven't seen it whoa that's another one that fuck. oh what's the name of that festival i might have to google it yeah fuck that's, fuck that's have, crazy. do you know have you heard of it no i haven't heard of it no okay i need to I need to Google it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, we'll edit this little bit. What the fuck is it called? Don't the guys from Slipknot do one as well? Yeah, they do Not Fest. Yeah. But that's like a legitimate festival. Yep. Um, this is like... Uh, what's it called? What's it called? Sorry, dude. Insane Clown Posse. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I haven't heard of those guys for years, dude. And they're um oh the juggalo gathering of the juggalos. <laughs> what the fuck? Is yeah, that? bro. All right, so we're just gonna <clears throat> we don't normally do it like this, but Gives we're just gonna. I need to see this. Uh, like this is what people do in it. I'll, I'll like put some shit of this up on the screen, but like they just do this random festival, man. Like out in the fucking middle of nowhere, and all these people. Like, like a costume, like theatrically kind of just like no fucks given festival. Yeah. And there's like the, the fucking crazy weird sex that goes down and like it's just this no rules thing and like super heavy druggy and it's just in a field in like... I feel like that's just like a meth fest. Yeah, like a full on man is it, it's like a super heavy deal but they've been doing it for years but they their fans are called juggalos. Really? Yeah, and they have like, man, you. There's some crazy shit on YouTube for anybody no, that's check, listening. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, like super heavy, but they they have like this hardcore fan base, eh? That's crazy. I saw like on the plane I was coming back on like the Vice Channel about like how they have that fucking they mix that drink shit, you know, it's like all like codeine. Oh, like, like yeah, 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 lean. Yeah, yeah, all that shit. Yeah, full on, eh? Crazy, man. Middle America, just madness. Yeah, and then the oxycotton epidemic yep. out there. And you know what's? Um, Hawaii's got a crazy oxycotton epidemic. Yeah, and meth's real bad there too. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, the oh, what was I going to say about that? Well, I think that th- that stuff stems from what we're talking about too, yeah. with like the whole illegal drugs thing. Yeah, and then like the problem is, is that they're prescribing so many thousand of these oxycontins and like bait like yeah. 
Have you ever taken an Oxycontin or anything like that? Yeah, it's fucked. Full on, eh? Hectic. Like, cause, so I took um, an Oxycontin because I had a... Um, I blew my knee out when yeah. I like before I went over there the last time yep. and I was on endone here and that's like an opiate based yeah. thing right yep. so then I was like oh it's endone I'll, uh, our version of yeah uh, oxycontin of oxys, is yeah. endone so then like my knee was fucked after the flight and I'd like had to go get my leg up it's crazy took an oxycontin and I was like what the fuck like how is this yeah able to be prescribed to people like it was legitimately felt like morphine man yeah it's and, crazy and eh? they're just they're prescribing like them by the yeah, fucking shit because the, the doctors there are getting kickbacks and like Massive all that kickbacks. shit yeah it's crazy dude and then the problem is is like the how it's synthetic heroin right it, yeah it's yeah. just yeah it's just a an opiate yeah like it's just full it's crazy and, and it's not even like coming from the poppies like you no. said it's like synthetic stuff yeah but the the addiction that comes as a result of being on those oh, kind of painkillers yeah and then what when the prescription runs out but you're fucked and you're yeah. hooked on those things what do you have to turn to yeah meth meth and heroin yeah so it's like they're creating these cra- and then you do that and then you go into the cycle of, of yeah. addiction and you either die or you go to jail yeah for sure it's like but that's like created by the doctors yeah this prescribing doctors that, yeah and again the doctors are just sitting back in there you can kind of see why here in oz that my um, my buddy's a pharmacist he owns like a whole bunch of pharmacies here and he's like it's so hard for doctors to prescribe multi-prescribe someone drugs they get really looked at like yeah. in the fine tooth comb and and my, they're under the microscope if you try and prescribe like xanax or yeah. stuff here i think it's fucking great like yeah. you know if you have a bunch of zombies walking around town that, that's gonna suck for for my kids and for for yours and anybody else's you know yeah and there's we don't have like a culture around it no which is great yeah and i find it really strange when i listen to like what music do you listen are you like kind of a metal dude yeah kind of like all kinds metal like whatever you know are you into like the mod like the modern rap trappy kind of stuff no not really so like i i kind of i started to listen to a bit of it you know after i watched some like docos on it yeah and i was like kind of like it kind of annoyed me initially yeah and now i'm kind of i'm the exact same and the other day i downloaded one i fuck i forget what it was it's on my it's i'll turn my phone on but um (laughs) yeah i downloaded and i've kind of been trying to listen to it it's all right but like you can't deny the vibe yeah it gets you like it's catchy and it's like you know it's good but i don't i don't hate it but i'd like i've like i said it annoyed me at the start yeah i want to i want to hate it but it's like a to me (laughs) it's like trashy tv yeah to me it's like watching bachelor in paradise you know what i mean where you're like this is fucked but i'm so shit but it's crazy married to me at first that, sight mate that was you wasn't it no nah, i couldn't do that one <laughs> my chick loved that shit. really dude i'm fully in bachelor in paradise though oh uh, yeah because i watched it in the states yeah and then oh, the aussie one yeah so the aussie one's just my, well, i know the chick on that which one that tara yeah okay because she's from the goldie she's from Berlin, yeah. yeah right yeah she's actually the coolest one on the show oh okay and she's like hooked up with a dude now and like, yeah yeah, yeah. she of... just lives down the road really yeah yeah that's sick she's a friend sister yeah she's actually the best one on the show she's a cool chick yeah, yeah you, it, it comes across yeah because like so davina from would you know oh yeah you know yeah, davina? yeah well like fuck man like her going on that show it's it's so crazy to me that um what you're doing when you go on that show is like you want to you want to get something out of it yeah. like you know you know no one's going to marry at first sight to like fucking stay married oh yeah exactly and so she the first thing she says mm. on the i watched the clip that someone sent me obviously because like yep. we know her and um 
And to be fair, the people that I know that know her say she's a very nice person. Yeah. And I've met her. I didn't get that impression. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that's funny. When you meet someone, the first, you know, yeah. that's not a judgment call. And I'm yeah. not. I'm, I definitely don't do a podcast to blow people out. Yeah. No. But um, the first thing she says is like, "Hi, I'm Davina. I've got five, um, five businesses and two hundred thousand followers." And I'm like, ding, 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 fucking five million red flags just going yep. off for anybody that wants to date you because that's the first thing that come out of your mouth. I have five businesses and 200,000 followers. Like legitimately, that was the line. Imagine that was some chick's kind of like introduction to you in a bar and you were trying to pick her up. You just fucking run that's to the what hills. I'm, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, ding, 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 see you. Oh, and it's yeah. like to say that on TV. And then it's so it's not even that. Isn't right. that a ballsy thing to say? It's a fucking weird thing to say. That's yeah, like full-blown narcissism. Oh, that's what I mean. Ballsy. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck you. People are going to instantly hate you in this country. Yeah. And it's like, uh, when then you just... So, so, like, what gets... Even if you are a good person. Yeah. And the producer just wants to make... like They, they can to, edit you to be an absolute flogger as well, you know? Even if you are cool. Yeah. And it's like... Sure. And that whole thing with, like, I didn't actually watch any of the season, but, like... Um, people saying that like they bought her back and all that like yep. they wanted to create so like I watched the first year of it yeah and it seemed like it was actually like a legitimate thing yeah but now it's like a reality they're like doing it yep. to be like the reality TV thing but yep. I was just like man there's no good outcome to no. be the heel on a show like that no no it's never panned out well for anyone right no and not that I can even think of and she's not young enough Mm. for when all this calms down to still be relevant yeah no exactly. like she's relevant right now and she's <laughs> like getting up she's like hated right now yep. on a mass thing and again she's not a bad person yep. but in terms of like public perception yeah for so sure. it's like you're kind of going on there to capitalize on you being relevant and yep. in this market like it's it's heavy for chicks to get into that instagram yeah. sort of cycle where like their business re- revolves around their looks yeah because it's like it fades do quick you, do you do you think people really care that much that they do buy those products that those chicks pump forward? I think it's gross, man. Like, yeah, totally. And I think that... We get hit up every day. I was going to say, you guys, yeah. it seems to we me don't that you do don't it. do any of the influencer stuff. No, we don't. That's so fucking good. We don't. Because the, the whole... <clears throat> in, like the We whole, don't pay anyone to wear our stuff. Yeah. And like, there is a thing where it's called like a... You can do a program, it's called like share a sale and they can get like a kickback or something. Um... But anyway, we're not even on that thing. And we, I was signed up for a little bit, didn't even use it. But yeah, that yeah, I don't know because I don't, I don't look after influencers. I don't believe in it. They shoot photos of your brand, and you know their photos are gonna suck. Yeah. Why would you do it? Or like, dude, especially in like you would have seen this. You yeah. walk on La Brea or or yeah. um, you, yeah. you know, you get like the that whatever what's that pink building, that pink cafe or whatever oh. the restaurant. And like, is it Earth Cafe or something? No. Oh, I can't remember the name yeah. of it. But it, like every time I ride past that, yep. there's a different chick, or like sometimes there's posing like a the lineup front. of chicks posing. So it's like, what are you really getting? Yeah. And like those chicks are probably wearing something. Yeah. And then say it goes out, it might go out to two hundred thousand followers, but yep. like what's the odds that any one of those influencers are actually doing anything creative? Like yep. the value that you're getting is like, yeah. you're going to fucking Bulgaria to an, an yeah. old Nazi compound. And yeah. then, then it's like that catches people's eye. Yeah. It catches their attention for sure. Like I said, and because you I haven't seen it a thousand times. Yep. And you tell and you show them something new and like I said, consistency, you know, yeah. something different. Like, fuck, what are you going to do next? That's the best bit. Yeah. And but like people get your stuff and we're like this one chick in the US, her name's Amanda or something. She's on a TV show, some TV show. I don't know. She bought a pair of our shades as well 
and posted it on the net and we noticed a big influx in this the online sales so i guess it to a certain degree it works but then other ones it won't like you know hemsworth yeah. will get post in our stuff and tag us in and you won't sell a thing mm. so you just don't really know how did the are you pretty close with him now out of it all as well yeah we've been friends before like when i was at quiz he's a was, crazy surfer yeah he rips yeah um i towed him in at crumb and alley like about a month ago before no i went shit. to the u.s with, with waves of cooking and uh i know he'd done step offs with another buddy of mine but i actually got him behind the rope and towed him into a couple at the alley Fuck. it's pretty sick like he can hold his own he rips that yeah he rips yeah yeah um how connected are you still to surf because i've been thinking about this lately yeah and i guess to i like to backtrack a bit yeah so with the podcast yeah i'm trying to i'm at the point now where i'm like trying to get sponsors and actually monetize yeah. it and i've had um offers for uh, like a, a lot of stuff yeah and a lot of it's stuff that i just like wouldn't use yeah or like it's products that aren't like relevant and it's like yep. subscription um things to like tech and you're just like none of that is me yeah for sure and then it's like you it's so easy now as a consumer yeah of products to see through shit yeah for sure and I think like back in the day advertising was so good yeah and that is so effective and it's like it got to this point where we got really used to being marketed to yeah in a way yeah and then you start to become it's like you develop a sense yeah. of advertising yeah and we just got advertised to so much that now it's like where we can see through the shit yeah so for me i'm like fuck like i can't i don't feel comfortable <laughs> yeah like doing this because i can see through that bullshit every yeah. single time yep. i see that like that influencer kind of thing yeah and but you know what like high smile 50 million bucks yeah influencer marketing cha-ching yeah so like fuck it it does work but it it's works, like yeah. uh, uh, what's what's the cost exactly of, of the brand that's what that's kind of where my headspace is at with it all like you know like i said some some may be effective some may not but it's like you just don't you know you send an influence and stuff like you said she could shoot the cheesiest shit that is everything you are completely against yeah and then you've and it's on the net and you're tagged in on it and you've got an association with that like yeah. i'm not willing to take that risk yeah that's that's true way eh? <laughs> yeah. and it's i guess it comes back to that thing of like you put your finger up in the wind and yeah. then you're just trying to like follow the trend instead of like creating the yeah the visuals that you want to yeah. have i think it's so important if you go to so much effort to create amazing visuals then to have someone like that potentially yeah. damage it like yeah. no fucking way i'm gonna do that yeah that's sick man yeah. like because like you said there's probably a fucking lot of sales out there yeah probably but don't really care exactly <laughs> <laughs> isn't it funny though that um what how different success is to different people yeah like for your sure. idea of success obviously it doesn't have a dollar sign attached to it no whereas like i look at those high smile dudes and again not that's not yeah. a bad thing about them yeah. but it's always like 50 million in revenue this million yeah and it's it's like oh but yeah what's the mission yeah is, like is that the mission because I, it seems like that's the forefront of like everything they say and i think though too like for us if we grew any faster we couldn't afford it yeah because we're right. self-funded yeah um you know, if we've we've grown at like thirty percent plus year on year, and um, yeah, sure, we're into the millions in turnover and but revenue. That, that's expensive. It's an expensive exercise to run. You know, like we've got you know like uh, what we've we got now like ten or twelve staff or something in um, warehouse office space and all that stuff, and we did trade shows overseas and 
for you to go any bigger, any quicker, I think you would, you know, quicker the rise, the quicker the fall, you know? Yeah. If you gradually build up a business with lots of depth, backbone, restructure and make your program better, you'll be around longer. Yeah. And you'll do a better job of it, you know? And, but what's your underlying idea of success? Because lately I've been thinking more about, I guess in terms of like the, the big picture, it's like, yep. why do you work? Yeah. You work <clears throat> to get money to then live. Yeah. And it's like, if it gets skewed to the point where you're a slave to your, yeah. like the job to where then it kind of inhibits your lifestyle. And then in, then yeah. you, then you changed from, uh, going for like, oh, okay, make money to then live. And then it's like, well, fuck, I'm just going to make heaps of money and save. So when I'm done working, I can then I'll have my yeah. fun and it's like this that mentality See, I don't do it that way I can't do it that way I like a I, I was running like a whole bunch of stuff through you know in the business of areas of like shipping and freight yeah. like doing all that stuff and just bullshit I just put an operations manager on when I got back from the states to, uh, to do all that so yeah. all I do now is marketing and design sunnies and that is it and how much better is your life oh, so much better but that's the best thing about you said the success is like to me the success of Valley is like the lifestyle it provides for me and my family, my kids. And like, I get to do whatever the fuck I want. Every day you Every day. Up. I can yep. do whatever I want. I yep. don't have, I don't, if I want, I don't have to go to work for the next three weeks. I can sit at home and do it from home, but still do the same job. Yeah. I don't have to go to the office if I don't want to, but I want to. Yeah. You know, like I choose to go there cause I like it. Yeah. It's like my space and it's like, it's a good environment to be in with good people. So you kind of, the success is like, yeah, sure. I want to make money. Who doesn't? That's why we're in business. But, um, but again, the money is only the to provide the lifestyle. Yeah, for sure. And just as long as it, like, a, you know, I'm not going to like, you know, do anything that would jeopardize everything we've worked hard at to keep this brand how we want it, how I want it to be, you know, yeah. by just like, you know, we could make Servo Sunnies for 50 bucks and fucking sell shitloads of them. Yeah. Hell no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You know? And it's so, when you, yeah, like when you just attach, when I think it's a, a process of like knowing the kind of lifestyle that you want to live yeah. and then attaching a dollar amount to that. Yeah, for sure. Because it's like, I always think about it in terms of, and I think about this on like a personal level of, yeah. so everything you do in life is like a tax or a credit. I try yeah. and break it down to those two categories, right? Yeah, that's good. So it's like, there's shit, like you said, like yeah. shipping and blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> yeah. There's stuff that I don't like doing. And yeah. even on the video side, when I'm in like video production mode, yeah. I don't like editing. I don't like yeah. any of the stuff where it's like delivering the video. Yeah. And uh, it's taken me a long time to figure that out. And like a lot of stubborn ego stuff that I had to go through to be like, that's common though. Yeah. Yeah. It happens it, for everybody. I think it know? does. And like probably a lot of the stuff where you, you want to do the things that you're doing that you're not necessarily good yeah. at is like kind of ego driven in a way because you sure. want to be like you want to take it upon yourself yeah. to be the you leader be in, you want to be in control of it yeah yeah and it's I, I always say like it's a lot easier to let yourself down yeah than have sure. someone else let you down yeah especially if you like that person and you don't yep. want to be mad at that person yeah but so I, I i guess i just have this like tax credit and yep. then i kind of run on this theory of like so if you go to say like you want to surf or like that's yep. a, a credit and then you just like surf, 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 surf. And you get like every time you do a, an activity that credits your life, you get 20 bucks yep. worth of this like life credit. Yep. So it's like 20 bucks, 20 bucks. 20. So then if you do anything, whether you get 
you can get so far in debt with activities that you don't want to do. So like, yep. let's say a job you hate. Yep. You're there for eight hours a day. That's like constant tax every day. Yep. And then the offset that you have to do, the activities you have to yeah. do to offset that to get your bank balance back to zero, yep. like get your soul meter leveled out again. There you go. Then you, you're like, <clears throat> you're fucking deep in debt. Yep. And it's just like a credit card debt. When yep. you're ma- not making enough money, yeah. to pay off these debts that you're accruing like yep. your life fucking sucks yeah for and sure. it's, then you get into a point where you're like well i'm never going to get out of this yeah so you just accept the debt yep. and i think people do that in their personal life yep. to where they just go they've spent so much time doing shit that they don't want to do that they're so far in debt they don't think they can get out yeah but the same goes on the flip side to where it's like you can make so much fucking money yeah but it's like what good is it yeah. Because your soul only has to be in the green by 20 bucks to be in the green. Yeah. So it's like, what's the point of yep. of going that sort of extra yeah. mile? And then that's where the balance comes in of like, I only need to keep this thing at a, a, a couple hundred bucks in the green. Yeah. And if my life can fucking, I can do what I want to do and I'm not taxing myself. Yep. That, that's to, perfect. You know, where I feel in that yeah. debt. So then that's where I think a guy like you has kind of figured out that it's not about the 50 million turnover. It's <clears throat> no. not about these bulk numbers because no. with that, yep. the more money comes, the more tax. Yeah, so oh, for like sure. you've got to have that. Yeah, like, mate, it's crazy. Like if you try and like, if, you know, like I said, when we started this thing, if we tried to, we thought that we'd get to this point now, like I probably would have gone, fuck, you know, but we've, like I said, just getting an operations manager on just changed my fucking year. Yeah. You know, so she can deal with the freight companies and the yeah. the sales agents. Because it's a tax man. It is, yeah. And then the you end up not sleeping at night because you're talking to people all over the world, Israel, US, Europe, Paris, like Spain, you know, you, you know, at New York at three in the morning and all that shit, you know, you fucking you turn into a zombie. Yeah. And then you've got to do so much more yeah. on the flips. That's like, I think that's why you see people like check out. Yeah. Because I don't ever feel like I need to take a holiday. Yeah. Because I feel like you kind of constantly... so like Doing take, fun stuff. Yeah. And taking yep. a holiday is like you kind of going and you're kind of working on them credits to pay off yeah. all this debt. Well, that's what we do when we go to like New York to these um, trade show we do every year. We, t- we turn it into a holiday. So we turn yep. it into a, not a negative, but a, like a job exercise into a positive. Like, okay, we're going to go to Mexico. Yeah. And we're going to go to LA and hang out, take the kids to Disneyland, or we're going to go to an art show somewhere or you know what I mean? Yeah. So we turn it into a fun... But during the, the New York part, we're doing a trade show for four days which sucks but because yeah you're you on got, your feet and you gotta do it same yeah. same spiel same shit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um I, and I guess too what i was going back before um i guess i started on a bit of a thing to try and circle back but um like you're still super attached to surfing and what i was kind of getting at <laughs> is that my core is moto yep and that that whole action sports thing and it's like so yeah you start to see these brands come along and then it's like yeah i'd be doing something that wasn't like core to me yep and it's like it's funny and i wanted to know if it was the same for you to where like at your core is surfing like you're a fashion designer now yeah you're a legitimate (laughs) designer like that's not that's as far away from the like six weeks on the North Shore yeah. taking photos for quickie as you can get. Yeah, for sure. But at your core, are you still a surfer? Um, you know what? I, I love surfing, but like I hate to be associated with surf. Yeah. You know, it's like embarrassing. Yeah, um, because of the stigma of like yeah, industry. Like, yeah, but which is, but I still love to surf. Yeah, but, my, the, um, but yeah, that's what I mean. Like as, yeah. at your core, like yeah. a, a, just like sp- you get up and froth to go surf. I kind of do. I kind of lost a, a bit of like the love for it but yeah i just 
I love the ocean. Yeah. But I think I just kind of like, I don't know. I'm so consumed with what I'm doing that I kind of have lost the love for surfing. That's the, yeah, that's right. the part. Yeah. Is, do you think it's because you worked in the industry and it, it <clears throat> did become like a massive grind? I guess so. Yeah. I don't know why, but yeah, I just kind of like have a, that th- a whole bunch of surfboards in the warehouse at, at work. And I've probably last time I surfed was like seven weeks ago. Really? Just go swimming. Yeah, right. Do you know? So yeah. I swim in the ocean every day, pretty much. Yeah. Every day I'm in the ocean. Yeah. But I just like, on a weekend, I get up and just do other shit now. I yeah. don't, and if there's waves and one of the boys wants to surf, I'll go for a paddle, but that's not my, my main focus anymore. Well, I went away from, um, I went away from the racing and all that yep. stuff because we were just obsessed with yep. racing. Like, and yeah, as soon as I sort of really got in the industry, I, yep. I kind of got over it because it, it was so saturated. And then yep. there was like, there's a lot of fucking negative people in any industry. Yeah. Like you kind of, you end up butting heads over creative stuff and people yep. that like hate to see you succeed and things like it. Yeah. I think there is a lot of like toxicity in like an industry in a yep. way. Yeah. And, um, and then that burned me way out on it. But I've mm. recently just got really back into, back into it. Yeah. And just like, but more so for just the values of it. Yeah. Like kind of what it represents of like going with your mates. and Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like yep. that sort of thing. Then you say that too, like, you, like just what you said, you'll go like down the coast for a day with one of the boys and go mm. surf somewhere and you'd be like, this is the best fucking day ever. Mm. But you know what I mean? Like just around here, it's so fucking crowded too. Oh, it's pretty heavy. So, and, and it yeah. feels very industry here too. Yeah. Which is probably, that probably has something to do yeah, with Yeah, oh, for sure. Well. well, we take off a lot and go down the coast to like Boomerang Beach down near... um. Pacific Palms, like near Foster, you yep. go there because oh, yeah, there's yeah. no one, yep. you know, and like then the waves fire too. Fire, and I love it down there. So I think it's just getting away from the madness of this is probably deters anything as well. But I suppose if you break it down, yeah, back to the core, I still do love surfing somewhere down there. But yeah, you know, just got to find it again. Yeah, that's it. And it, it is easy to get jaded. And I spe- yeah. especially too, like you probably had that feeling of being like let off the leash in a way too when you left quick and then this yeah. thing picked up a bit of steam and now like yeah. you can do whatever the fuck you want <laughs> yeah. you know like yeah it's good no one's gonna tell you that that looks shit no you know or like i mean yeah someone yeah, someone, it, will. someone at work <laughs> someone at work will <laughs> yeah. but like you have the freedom to yeah. do the things that you want to <clears> do like if you really believe and you're passionate about yeah a design or a product or a shoot or you yeah. can do that for sure that's what i think too like i um like in my office, I have all my designs and stuff visually up on the wall. And when I'm rolling stuff out, what it is? So I look at it all day, every day. And I'm like, you think about it and then you see it come to life. And you're like, fuck, I've created that. And I was yeah. like, I was kind of what that was just like, let's see how this goes. And then it turns up in the range and it's selling and it's, and people all around the world are flogging it off for you. And you're like, fuck, that was just an idea. Like, and usually it'll be like a Saturday morning or something. I'll roll into the office when no one's there and just do shit on my own and fuck yep. around put the tunes on and like and that's sometimes when you get the best stuff you know and it's, and then it I was looking at it yesterday like I did this little frame this kind of crazy chicks one and it came out looking fucking insane and I was like fuck that was like a sad day morning when I was just bored yeah came in here and just fucking drew it up and you know it's it, there is something to be said about like like what we were saying at the start it's nothing yeah, and yeah. Then it's something and then people get something from it like yeah you're like adding to yeah like humanity in a way you know it's pretty sick like it's rewarding eh? just to be able to be able to do whatever you want it's something to be said for that yeah and it's like even with this podcast you get people that will say like a part they're like oh i loved hearing about that or yeah. when people are like like there's probably going to be people that 
like you know you're gonna go and look at that juggalo stuff and you know yeah. what i mean like the doco on portugal and it's like yeah i don't know there's something rad about yeah you just can't it's like you're adding as opposed to subtracting from For the sure. whole thing because like we do take a lot yeah you know what i mean like the average i feel like the average person is taking more than the giving giving yeah so for it, sure it does feel good to like do something that can add, add yeah. on oh for sure definitely um the uh the whole working with your wife thing yeah that's got to be rad but <clears throat> yeah what's the um it's a, you know what it's a weird one yeah but, but it's I, I either thought i'd kill her or she'd kill me or you know it'll It'll, it's 50 50 there's is, either yeah. there's no that's like that's a that's an extreme yeah. thing to be like it's either going to be the best thing or the fucking worst thing ever i don't yeah. think that's in, in the middle 100%. like i don't think anyone's gonna be like oh, it's okay working with her yeah you know i it, it works thank yeah. fuck yeah um it's a tough one like not a tough one she like, she does a sales thing i have my own kind of office i can close the doors and have my own space yeah it's a big area and uh, she like either I can I'm traveling and I get my own space so that works. If I was sitting next to her every day, we'd probably kill each other. But um, we've been together for so long. I see her every day and I'm, I don't get sick of it, which is really weird. I think if it was one of my mates, I would would not hang out with them on the weekend. Yeah. Um, but um, she's with me all the time, you know, and it works. So thank God. Yeah, because that's um, <clears throat> that's not going to work for for everyone. No, it's not. Sure. No. But um, and she's pretty vocal. Like she stands her own ground, and so she gives me the two, you know. Her, her fucking two cents worth which is good I, I respect that it's, so she contributes as much to what we're doing as anyone else there so yeah and because you guys have been together since you're in high school mm, right? like 22 years we've been together that's full on yeah being with like because that's probably how old are you 38 yeah so it's like 16 over, yeah <laughs> 16 <laughs> till now yeah it's over half your life eh? yeah it's crazy it's it's crazy too that um one of my friend's mums actually said that your partner is the person that actually knows you. Yeah. Like no one else in the world really knows yeah. you. Cause no. it's like, there's, I guess there's like versions of people that yeah. you see, you yeah. know, like you see a different version of me than what, yeah. what my girlfriend does. Yeah. And it's like, I never really appreciated that fact until she kind of explained it out yeah. to me. Cause her and her husband have been married for like a, a really long time. They were together super young as well. Yep. And it's like, it's kind of rad when you think about that that's a person that's known you for that long but then yep. they know, they're like the only person that knows all of you yeah it's crazy for sure and you know what like you said it's to be that to be around a one human being no matter who it is for that amount of time like and with them every day day in day out like i'm going away next week for a few days like there's a band coming town that i like he's a mate of mine actually as well he's from um joshua tree yeah and i'm um, there playing uh, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane. She's like, just go. Yeah. Go. Three days just on your own. Booked a flight, bang, I'm gone. So like she knows that I need my space, but it's not like I need my space. You know? Yeah, you're not she demanding just, it. No, she's just like, yeah, go do your thing. You know, she's it's it's just easy. I've got kind of freedom to do what I want. What um what do you think lets you get on so well with like all these kind of celebrity sort of thing? Because <clears throat> there's a certain thing to be said for i think there's like a certain person that kind of can go in hang out and is like can be accepted into a crew mm. i think that people that are like super famous yeah it takes a person that understands that fame kind of isn't really isn't real a thing yeah i think too like if you got something in common and i think too like the good one um someone asked me the other day like how the fuck are you friends with manson and um 
I think like I go to his house by myself. Yeah. I never take mates like, oh, let's go to Manson's house, you know? Yeah. And, and he's kind of said without saying it, like don't bring anyone. Yeah. And um, I think it's just like a trust thing. And like we have some mutual like, uh, like things in common we like, you know, we like the same shit. We get on well. Like I fucking, we have a good time. We fucking yeah. party and fucking rage and listen to music and shit and like have a good time. And then I, but I never am like wanting anything from him. Yeah. I'm never trying to take, you know, it's like you said, it's like the credits thing. Like I go to Manson's house. I've like, we've got some shades. We get on the pierce, have a good old time. He shows me some clips, what he's been doing. And we just talk about shit, yeah. art, music, whatever. And it's just like, thanks dude. Catch you. See you next time. You should probably be like, fuck yeah you know they're not like i think if you're not trying to suck the life out of people but he's there to be a good human yeah have a good time and look after them if they need some shade sweet no worries man like okay let's want to work on this project together yeah sweet you know like your intentions are genuine it's not like there's no hidden agenda you know i think that they it's a trust comes back to them trusting you yeah it's funny intentions is a thing that i've been thinking about a lot lately because yeah i think that you can say a really fucked up thing to somebody yeah and have good intentions yeah and i think you can say a really nice thing to somebody and have super fucked up intentions yeah so i think that what are you trying to achieve you know yeah without there's an underlying thing you like you're there for a reason or like you know what do you what are you what's the association for like why am i going to melbourne next weekend because i love the dude's fucking music yeah exactly and he's a good mate and like you know that's it i just want to go and see him play some fucking live shows i don't have any intentions but to go and enjoy music yeah and i think that that the whole intentions thing is like if you can really read people's intentions and if you can have good intentions of your own yeah because a lot of the times that it's hard to um it's hard to be in a position where like because you do know what marilyn manson would do for your brand you do yeah it's it's really hard to not see that little apple oh for sure you know what i mean and you know what too we were talking about this the other day because uh thing with getting this Marilyn Manson collab over line has been a lot of back and forth between like between us and his management you know he's got manager his lawyer people. his people it's crazy <laughs> yeah. like it's crazy and and in reality for us like I don't know if the numbers would be amazing like and yeah. I honestly don't think they would it's more of like a fucking thing because I want to do it yeah like you know but I know that if uh like a collab say with Kat Von D yeah would outsell Manson tenfold yeah um, and it's probably an easier process to get across the line. Yeah. And we've already, we've been talking about this for years, but she's just super busy doing what she's doing with her Kat Von D beauty stuff, Yeah, which is going crazy for her. But um, like we, Kat and I talk about it all the time about doing it. And if I was chasing money, the Kat Von D thing would have happened ages ago. Yeah. But um, yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Man, I don't know. The Manson one, I think would be really differently received. Yeah. I don't know. What, um, but like, what is it that, can let you not get consumed by that apple of the set. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know. Because that's, that's like a weird thing. And I think that um, you get filtered out super quickly, like even with athletes and stuff, like because yep. you'd know what you'd, well, yeah. you'd exactly the same thing. Like Kelly Slater, like yeah. Kelly doesn't want to hang out with people that want to hit him up and things like that. But it's yep. like, as a photographer, you you know what a Kelly Slater could do for your career. Yeah, so for it's sure. Like there is, or a Dane Reynolds or someone like that. You yes. know? Yeah, yeah. So there is this like, I don't know how you can, I don't know resist what it, it is. Yeah, to resist like, the, to the easy the easy grab. Yeah, and what I mean, what is it about? Where does that come from for guys like yourself that kind of have been able to yeah. do that? Because I think a lot of people. I like, think about that, like because, like you know, and especially with uh, like you know, it could 
Yeah, the cat, like Cat One D ones, is a prime example. Like I said, she's a great friend, and she said to me initially, like, "Oh, we should do like you know a Cat One yeah. D for Valley." And I was like, "Yeah, that, that that'd be cool." And I was like, "Oh, should we? Like, I don't know." Like, and you know, in Sephora, um, deal with us a lot. With um, we do a bunch of they do a bunch of giveaways, and they they've got a whole bunch of frames of us for Cat oh, promotions, yeah. like you know. So, um, and that works well. And I, like I said, I'm just like, oh, I don't know, the timing's probably not right. Like, yeah, let's just wait a little bit. She's busy with her. She's so busy. She's just a crazy like workaholic course, fucking. Yeah. She's a machine. Um, and so talented. Like you said, that you should see the pa- her packaging, man. Yeah. With the Cat Von D makeup stuff, it's fucked up. Like she just released like a ten year anniversary like big case and it's like the detailing it's like fuck i'm gonna gonna look it up chick's a freak man like she's like up here as far as in my books you know she's amazing on like that creative creative like she hand draws every fucking um packaging all the all the names of everything and it's all freehandly done and she's like attention to details just like nuts yeah she's like a freak on this shit but um yeah so i could have snatched and grabbed if i wanted to and really push the issue but like then I kind of think if you, again, if you don't push the issue and if it happens organically and she's as passionate about the project as I am, instead of me throwing it onto her, then it's going to be way better in the end. So let's just wait till the time's right. I I wonder if it's like a confidence thing too, to where, and I think the more that you're around those kind of people, because like with the film stuff for for me, like we're doing these big athletes and like, and I've seen filmers, man, that have got, and you would have seen it as well. Like, they're getting selfies with the dude that they're getting paid to shoot yeah that's so bad and you get like they're getting wrapped up and like oh kelly can i have a board can i like yeah. i was i was thinking when i like moved out of my old house in in america i had like i've got one piece of memorabilia yeah from like all the dudes i've ever shot because yep. i never wanted to be the guy yeah that asked for like some, and i have and a couple of times but really when i knew the dude yeah. like because my dad loves it he's got like He's got like a Roxon jersey, a Wyndham jersey and like, you yeah. know, but I get them for him. I'm never like sign it to Jace. It's always like to Pete. Yeah. And I don't, but it's always after that point where I'm like, okay, this guy's just legitimately, he's my friend now. Yeah, for sure. And it's like that whole, um, yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's, but it's hard to resist that yeah. wanting because man, like if you go, like if you text Kelly Slater, like, Hey, make sure you tag me in that photo. Yeah. Then Kelly's going to tag you in that photo and you're going to get some, like a lot out of it, yep. but you'll probably lose that whatever it was that you had. <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of like you're taking a little bit away from that. The yeah. relationship. Yeah, for sure. And like, yeah, like Manson's never tagged Valley once. Yeah. And I've never asked. Yeah. But you know. But may- maybe that's because I'm legitimately trying yeah. to figure out what it is. But yeah. Maybe it's just a pure confidence in yourself to yeah. where. Well, I think too, if you don't rely on them, yeah. if, if you don't need them, but you know what, that could be cool if we did it. But yep. like, but my stuff already does its own thing where I don't need, I don't like, fuck, I need you for this collection to be sick. You yep. know, I'm like, oh yeah, if it happens, it happens. Like I did Manson samples first and then they were like, I wasn't that happy with them. So I redid them out of titanium. Yeah. Stronger, lighter, like way better. And we just tweaked them and I was like, fuck, I've redone these. And I spent all this money on redoing the molds for the metal. Like, and it was expensive process. Yeah. And uh, we still had no contract signed nothing but still, still just, nothing signed really and uh his manager like, when i was at manson the other night i'm like dude the project's fallen over it's not happening he's like fuck off it's happening really but uh, just the people just the way. people and then i uh, got home and got an email from his manager two days ago yeah it's on 
fuck yeah so it's gonna be sick to yeah to be sick. It it's on. gonna be sick to create the content that's the thing i'm yeah. most, most excited about yeah because like when i was in uh bosnia i was texting manson the uh the videos and the drone you know i was showing you just the yeah, raw drone yep, shots yeah yep. i was like check this fucking shit out he's like dude like fuck we yeah, didn't shoot froth yeah, froth. but you could never get him over something like that though yeah true be a hard one so um, i wanted to do it pull, pull, sorry pull forward pull, a little bit pull, just pull. that that's just like Sorry. shitty Velcro on there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because temporary. <laughs> I sent him a thing where I wanted to do a shot with him, um, like underwater, like drowning, uh. like dying. But he fucking, uh, I don't know. He wasn't too into it. He was scared of it. Yeah, man. I'm sure he's got some like weird. I don't think he can swim. I, I would not be surprised. I don't know. Oh, he didn't say he couldn't swim, but I don't know. He was like, oh, I don't know about the water. But he, like, we, I don't know. We'll do something good. Yeah. It's gonna be exciting to have those like minds come together and i think the coolest part of it too is that it's so not your audience oh it's not i think it will piss my audience off they hate him chicks hate him it's full on a i don't know why like he's never been done for anything right like doing anything wrong to women or anything this chick i put a post the other day actually like i don't usually delete stuff but she just ran on this big rant about him and i was like he's bad to women and stuff your audience is mostly women and i'm like yeah but come on like I think he actually fucking loves women. Yeah. Like, I think he's obsessed with women. Yeah. I think that that's, that's like one of the, we're in a weird place with like women at the moment. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you know that candy man dude. Oh yeah. So like that guy. Yeah. Whatever. But you should get, get him in here to do a podcast. I've tried man. I've tried and I've like got his people and we were going to do it. And he's just like his, his, again, it's people. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, if that, if he could just fucking, if I could call him and be like, yeah, hey man, this is what I want to talk about. Because in my opinion, like, yeah. it's like, I don't <laughs> like the style of what he does. No, right? it's crazy. Like, I think it's fucking over the top. Chicks on leashes and shit. Yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's weird to me. That's right? crazy. But that guy, like, from, no, I don't know mm. him from Barrett, but he loves women. Yeah. Like, he chooses to surround himself with these women that he thinks is beautiful. Yeah. And it's like, so you can have, it's so easy to have a perspective of like, um, that guy's a fucking piece of shit. He yeah. fucking hates women. Look at how he treats these women. Yeah. A, these women are there. Yeah. And none of them are being held captive. Yeah. So it's like, they want to do it. You can't judge people based on yeah. what you like just That's because it. you don't like to see chicks in fucking leather lingerie and sucking each other's <clears throat> nipples. Yeah. That doesn't mean those chicks don't really like sucking that other chick's nipples <laughs> and being in that. But it's true. Yeah, it's but true. Like, it's that's true. where the judgment is. But yep. to say that he hates women yeah. is probably about Polar as, opposite, yeah. as wrong as you could be. Yeah. But it's like he, his loving women isn't your idea of loving women. Yeah. And I think that's where Manson is. Yeah. To where... Like I've heard in it, like, I mean, I've fucking watched every YouTube yeah. interview of him ever. Yeah. And like the, I think I'm pretty sure he's a sexaholic yeah. for starters. <laughs> yeah. I like a sex addict, <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, like he loves women. Yeah. Like he, he, the way he talks about his girlfriends at the time, or I don't know if yeah. he's engaged or whatever. No, thing. he's got a new chick at the moment. Yeah. But yeah. The, the, the chick he had yeah. at the time, like she was in the video and like the way he talked about it was just like, it was obsessive over her like yeah. beauty and her aura. And yeah. it's like, you can look on the outside and it's so easy to judge yeah. that as like, he fucking hates women, he blah, blah, like Satan worship, blah, blah. like, yeah. no, he loves women. Yeah, it's crazy. And we just, That's why I, I was time. wondering about the hate like, towards it. Like, where did that come from? Like that, that, what the fuck? You just don't want, you don't like his music or what? It's, and it's funny too, that 
but that's the genius of him is like that shock value yeah why are we so shocked by that yeah what different colored eyes and a little makeup and some like crazy outfits yeah and like the name as well like marilyn manson you've yeah. got marilyn monroe and charles manson like yeah. it's just yin and yang like yeah so it's symbolism yeah it, and it's like you know what i mean and it's smart symbolism so smart dude so smart that's what i mean yeah it's amazing have you seen that new film clip he just put out with uh what's it called oh it's fucking unbelievable i haven't seen it no that's uh i'll show you when we when we wrap this up but it's yeah. fucking nuts it's the one courtney loves in pushing him in a wheelchair oh okay they'll put it on the big screen in his house and we'll watch it oh fucking yeah that's sick, yeah. sick. His, and his like music's fucking brilliant like, yeah there's a, that Tyler Bates guy that um, guitarist with him yeah he has like all like he scores like horror films and all like TV shows and he's a modern day genius within his own right as well so t- pairing up with him for the last two albums was just fucking brilliant. I got his new album, but I haven't really listened. Actually, I'm going to listen to it on the way home. Yeah, Tattooed in Reverse is the video clip with him and Courtney Love, and it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't, I'm frothing to see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... But it's funny, though, that... Um, like, he's doing the things he's doing just to shock people. But it's <clears> yeah. like... It's almost like... I mean, he'd be a fucking amazing dude to talk to just yeah. to, to really understand the, <clears throat> yeah. why he's doing what he's doing. But it's like... It, I think you need that kind of guy to then, and same with like a Candyman, yeah. to be like, what am I shocked about? What is it that yeah. I'm really, yeah. you know, because like, what they're doing is like, they, they're posing a question to us yeah. and us as in society. And the people- yeah, Exactly. What about that scares you? Yeah. Like, what shocks you? Like what is, what makes you uncomfortable? And what have you got in the closet? Yeah. That makes you feel like, are you scared that you like that? Yeah. And I think that that's such a- um, I mean, I had a conversation with a dude I, I trained with um, and he's very conservative and this and that. And he was like telling, oh, we're going too much detail, but he was saying some stuff that he's at odds with, with different, like he's kind of pulled in different directions because yep. of how conservative. And I'm like, I'm like, he just made a, a relationship decision based on something. And I just said to him like, what's this decision based on? I was like, because what's your concern based on? Like, yeah. it sounds to me like you're basing this on fear. I was like, you've never done any of this stuff that you're condemning. Yeah. You've never experienced it. And I'm like, are you, what are you scared of? Are you scared of what might get released? Are you scared yeah. of what you might like? Yeah. Because there is this weird thing where like you can make these judgment calls on something you've never done. Yeah. And I, I struggle with that. I'm like, if I'm going to make a decision, I'll, I kind of want to understand the decision. Yeah. And I think that maybe that's why people hate Marilyn Manson is it's like what are you really are you scared yeah. of this because it's like you kind of deep down like you really <laughs> like this shit yeah it's fucking it's good and it's the same with like you you know the, the candy man thing yeah. too it's like what are you are you afraid that you'd like to have five women in your house that you got to fuck every night yeah. like are you afraid to admit that to the world <clears throat> yeah. and as a chick are you afraid that you might want to you know what I mean yeah. a friend so of ours was the candy man's nanny actually really yeah any goss nothing really like she she uh had to sign like a non-disclosure yeah she wasn't allowed to speak too much about it so she didn't really open her mouth yeah fair enough so i thought it was pretty fun she goes fucking yeah he's wild he's wild yeah but like i don't know the world needs wild people for sure they do we need freaks and geeks <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> you need them and again it's like it's that whole thing of like the guys that take those fucking big steps are the ones that kind yeah. of drag us all along in little steps yeah for sure make you go fuck i should do something crazy you know 
Do you have a bit of that when you're designing stuff? <clears throat> yeah, you know. Because your frames are full on. Yeah. And you know what's funny too? Like, we you know, we, even with the last collection, I pulled some back and tried to do like something that was a little more conservative, not as crazy as I have done. And, um, but I think we just come up, it got to a point where I've just realized people come to us for that shit. Yeah. And like, there is people that you Ray-Ban people, your Oakley guys and whatever, you know, Chanel or whatever the fuck you wear. And then the people come to Valley for the bold, chunky stuff, you know, stuff that's different. And I think that we need to embrace that instead of running away from it. And um, yeah, so like you see, the new stuff that I'm about to launch is is pretty crazy. It's actually fucking crazy, but uh, it's good. Like, yeah. I don't care. What do you think? Like, um, I've, oh, when I was a kid or like not a kid, when I was mm. younger, I'd like stick to what everyone mm. was wearing, like the Oakleys and the, like, yeah. whatever whatever anyone else is wearing and like like these glasses yeah i would be like fuck i can't pull that off yep. how many times do you hear people saying like the sunglasses <coughs> thing like yeah i could never pull them off yeah and then they put them on they're like oh these actually look pretty dope but it's yeah. not about like yeah it's everyone's face is different yeah and everyone's but it's like you i think that the biggest part of like pulling it off yeah is owning what you're wearing and yeah, like exactly. having your, confidence your internal confidence for sure yeah and that's the thing too for uh for us man is like crew with big heads like, i've got a fuck big head yeah and um <laughs> you admitted that quickly <laughs> <Nugget>. <laughs> and uh like you know when i was trying to wear sunnies it was like hard to find sunnies for big melons like yeah you know so i've designed some sunnies for big heads and we sell so many to like kiwi guys and samoans and crew with big scones you know yeah. so like again embrace it yeah like do stuff for the guys with the little pinheads as well but i mean you know do people weren't catered for yeah. in our market so yeah. we've got one that's called a db it's one of the first frames i ever did and it's still like one of our number one selling frames and it still was in our, fr- our first range ever yeah yeah so. it's like the, i just my um my mate he's like one of my best friends in the states he's a, a atlanta boy east yep. coast like not much style yep. going on yep. and he always said and like i'll tell him that to his face too so it's yep. not a dig yeah and um and he always like I bought some sunnies at an airport you know, the last time we were in Atlanta. Yep. And he's like, oh, I could never pull them off. And I was like, dude, there's no, like this pulling it off thing is yep. like you being scared that of what you think you look like. Yeah. Like, or what someone's no, going to say. Yeah. Yeah. There's no pulling it off, man. Yep. Like you've, you, it, once you decide <laughs> that like, oh, fucking look good in this. Yep. Then you're pulling it off. It's making you feel good. Giving you a little chip up, you know? Yeah. That's what I mean. And even with chicks, like it's like the crazier you make them or the crazy the color gives them more attention they're like yeah everyone's looking <laughs> at me fuck yeah they love it yeah you know they're not spewing someone's looking at me going fuck how's the glasses you know but it's like that's the um like even some of the the fucking sexiest models are the ones that mm. should like big gaps in their teeth and traditionally yeah you know not what you'd call like hot or fitting like the yeah. mold kind of thing yeah it's like you just see it there's nothing sexier than a person that's just owning their look yeah and, for sure. and you can tell that it's their look yeah they just ooze it yeah yeah for sure. it's like that's what that i guess that's what it comes back to that whole cool thing again yeah like, cool is actually having the balls to be yourself yeah because you're the only person that can be yeah. yourself that's like styling people for shoots you know as well like the way you style them and the way you dress them just represents everything as well with the whole picture that you're trying to perceive of your brand as was just as important as anything else you know like fuck i want to get one of those like um 
albino models, you know, that it's fucking white. Dude, you know White um, eyebrows. Like, that'd be, I've been trying to find one for a while. I fucking know a dude for you, man. I got his email. <laughs> I did a music video. Um, I'll show you him. Sick. Yeah. Because, like, I've always kind of go for looking for the weird, um, kind of obscure. You might have seen this guy. People. Bloody hell. I'm doing a bit of, uh, we're doing a bit of research here on the podcast. We little, don't normally do it. Little R&D. This is your guy. Oh, I've been, you know I, do, I do know that guy. Yeah. 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 I've, uh, yeah, he was in a music video we did. Yeah. Sick. So I've got his email there if you want it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. He'd be sick to shoot. Yeah. He's a, I feel like he'd be the guy to shoot with like Manson for the Manson frame or something. Dude, for sure, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, yeah, he was a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. Did um, you see that shoot? Uh, Manson did a shoot with Teal Coco. Do you know that chick, that Aussie chick? No. For, uh, um, who was it for? Paper Magazine, maybe? Oh, yeah. And uh, what's his name? Terry Richardson shot it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spitting blood on him and shit. It's yep. fucking sick. Dude, I want to get Terry Richardson on the podcast. He's a he's an yeah. interesting... Dude, I've wrote a screenplay for a movie based on him. No way. Yeah, it just sat in my laptop for like fucking five years. So good. Um, I feel like his one would be like pretty dope. Yeah. With like all the shit he shot and shit he's done and with his you know shit with his mom and all that stuff and like dude you don't really look at him and be like oh you're a great photographer yeah like he's kind of like he ought, he is yeah. but it's like his thing was to like not give a fuck yep point and, and shoot he invented that like standing what was on that, the wall. That, what's that camera you use the fucking t is it the oh, i forget it's like a Yashica T4 maybe? Yeah, okay. Yashica T4, like the point and shoot. Oh, like yes, yeah, thing, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like the photos of... He just like... He's one of those guys too where... Because you know what it's like being yeah. a photographer where the fucking kookier and like unafraid you are yeah. to be like almost sleazy and disrespectful and like... Yeah. It's like a weird control power thing in like those really good photographers, eh? Yeah. And they make people like... I think super comfortable and super uncomfortable is what gets the best shots. Yeah, like for if, sure. If you're a guy that's like um, the nice, cordial kind of, yeah. like, because I'm kind of that. Like, that's why I've <laughs> never really done, like, I've done some fashion stuff and it's like, look cool yep. photography, but it was like for my chick. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, I'm doing do some <laughs> photos for her and I know the models and stuff. Yeah. And then I've been on shoots where, yeah, you get like the, um, the fashion guy comes in and yep. he's like, kind of awkward and arrogant and chauvinistic and like yeah. overly bossy and it's like it's a fucking awkward situation yeah. a lot of times eh? but it gets or- like such brilliance out of it it does yeah orchestrated madness it is yeah huh? yeah yeah for sure and it's like those really dysfunctional dudes are yep. like the guys that can good pull guys that are doing off. it yep. yeah have you shot with any guys that are like that hmm, the couple like we've uh when I was at Quick, we did stuff with like Quick Women's and the Roxy stuff, and you, you deal with a couple of guys like that. But most of the guys we've, I've shot most of our stuff, and a couple of guys we've used have usually been friends, and they're pretty mellow, so yeah, we wouldn't have anyone really around like that. Yeah, but yeah. It, it definitely. I've seen pre- him though. I've it seen, it, I've seen some... it. It does produce some magic for sure. Yeah, yeah, but it's uncomfortable, isn't it? Super weird. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like the cockiness is like I'm going to create brilliance of you you know yeah like you will be better because of because of me yeah, yeah exactly yeah it's yeah. full on it's eh? fucking weird yeah but like but yeah a guy like that is um and then again there's people that you can see they get like so obsessed with lighting and exposures and different yep. things and he almost wants that like like overblown just fucking just 
fucking gross like yeah. technically wrong like gro- yeah. not gross in terms of how it looks but gross in terms of like the yeah. technicality behind he's shooting putting a his flash up two stops too much too far he doesn't care yeah exactly and there's yeah. like really ugly shadows but it's yeah. just again there's like that kind of madness in it yeah because like do you um do you fuck with the deantwood guys um no they got the same manager as manson really tony siula so like um yeah i, I could I want to do some shit with them. That'd be fun. As like, do you like them in terms like you've kind of know a lot about their stuff yeah, and their style yeah. and that? Cause yeah, I, they would, sick. they would suit your shit to a T. Yeah, I know. I want to work with them. That's like, I've already mentioned that to Tony. Just like, fuck, we should get some shit going. Cause yeah, they are all the same group, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause they're another one that like, um, are just like crazy fucking yeah. raw and yeah. Like, no fucks given. No man. Like, nah. dude, I was thinking about it the other day. Um, he fucking says nigger in his songs. Yeah. Like just straight N-bombs. Yeah. And no one, like, did you know what we we're talking about intentions? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you can say a fucked up thing. Yeah. Like he can say that <laughs> and you know he has no bad intentions and everyone's yeah. cool with it. So like, isn't that interesting that a guy... Oh, I know, it's crazy. Mate, the other night we were uh, out in LA, my two mates that were with me, they're brothers, and one of the brothers was super drunk, dropped the N-word twice. My other mate was so mortified. He wrapped him up and took him home. Yeah. He cannot say that. Yeah. Like, he wasn't saying it like dis- like disrespectfully. He was like, yeah, damn, you know, like, yeah, yeah. and like mucking around. And it was like, no, mate, you know. So you think you a guy like that sings on it on stage, a, singing it, yeah, like, yeah, it's ballsy, full on, and like yep. just not giving a fuck. And yep. then you know, you're like, well, he's not racist, no. So it's like that intentions. Yep. That's what I always like. It's weird, especially in the states. Like here, I'll sing, you know, like the rap stuff we were talking about. Like I yep. fucking. I listen to it probably more than I would care to admit. Yeah, okay, and okay. it's like, it's all that. That's just what it yeah. is. It's like, yep. N, 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 N. Yep. And you like, I want, I want to sing it. Like yeah. I'm, I'm singing the lyrics. I don't want to like pull myself up because I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah, unintentionally, I'm like, yeah. I'm recreating, like I'm singing their lyrics. That's yep. an homage to their art. Yeah. Because I enjoy their art. Yeah. And it's like, it's even for us to like, you can't sing that. And nah. like, there'd be dudes that would, if you sung it yeah and like even in a club and stuff you know what i mean like people pull you up it's like whoa 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 whoa. and it's like man i'm fucking i know the words to the song that the black dude yeah the black dude made like but you're not allowed to say that yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's a weird thing that's a weird one but then like yeah you get that dude like like ninja yeah and you're just like whoa dude yeah and isn't it funny like i wanted to ask you your thoughts on this is fringe fringe culture is culture yeah now and it's like, is that maybe why the whole quick thing and, you know, quick yeah. and Billabong and DC and all those brands, because it was like, they were culture yeah. in a way. Yep. And then now fringe culture is culture. Yeah. And it's almost like so anti that big business. Commercial, yeah. Yeah, commercial thing now. Yeah. And it, and it has to be because of the internet. Because yeah, like, for sure. You think about those kind of freak outlier dudes. Like, yep. and that's why I think we saw like the Marilyn Mansons explode and then like you can have a festival full of juggalos. Yeah. Because it's like the internet connected all these freaks. Yeah, for sure. And then it made them so legitimate and so many people yeah. that like yeah, fringe culture almost is culture. Yeah. And now it's like seems like a mad rush to take everything you can from fringe culture and put that into the corporate world now yep and like did you see suicide squad yeah 
So like that whole Joker thing was like that's like Marilyn Manson and fucking Ninja. Yeah. That character yep. was them two people merged. Yeah, for sure. And even the artwork inside the house and stuff, like that's all yep. Ninja and Ulandi shit. Yeah. How fucking crazy is that? It's crazy, hey. Yeah, mate, it's it is such a powerful thing. Even though too, like when you go to a trade show, like like in our industry, sunglass and optical world, a brand like ours stands out at a trade show like a set of big dog balls. Yeah. <laughs> because you see someone that's like Chloe, like the Philos and your Luxoticas, like uh, Oakley has like a putting green yeah. or like you fish the Oakley letters out of a fish tank. We're doing fucking tequila shots and smacking metal in a fucking thing. Yeah. And it's just like all black and white valleyed out and everyone's just like, uh, what the fuck are these guys? You know what I mean? And like, it's just polar opposite to these people, but people like, you know, like I just went and got big buckets of like champagne and shit. Yeah. Chick Tomas like, drink? And they're like, fuck yeah. And people like, they're like, what's going on? And then they know you're Australian and then they're just like, that's what I mean. They're like, thank fuck there's something here that's not the same as all this shit, you know? Yeah. And I was like, thank you. Like, that's great. Yeah. You and it, it's fucking liberating when you can be yourself. Yeah. And people are like, yeah. Because again, it's that whole thing of like, it's fucking hard to try and be the right thing. Yeah. Not be too offensive in a situation like that, but be direct and, but just be like, be yourself, you know? Like, fuck it. Yeah, it's, you have to. It's perfect. Yeah. And there's such a, um, but, but then you'll see those companies will copy the designs, but yeah. they won't copy the culture. We had the guy uh, who is like the president of Sofilo that own, what, they, what are they? They're like a big corporation that has like Chloe. Oh, they do they're like, like St. Laurent yeah, eyewear. Yeah. Not St. Laurent. Oh, they do a whole bunch. Anyway, like big labels. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they were, he was at our booth like every day. The president like picking to Neil's brain like, where are you, you know, are you guys for sale and da 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 da. I mean like. Is that on the cards? Because I know <laughs> that a lot of brands yeah. uh, will get like fucking big buyouts from those. Yep. Because what's the one that owns Louis? Uh, oh, uh, Kieran Group. Kieran Group. Yeah. So didn't they just buy Supreme yeah. as well? Yeah. So like Kieran Group bought... Um, who else did they buy in our kind of space? They bought Electric, Volcom. Yep, that's right. They did the Volcom thing. They got like Slater's label. Yep, yep, yep. Um, all that. Yeah. Yep. So that... I think that too, a, a big part of the market is like people that have identified that as a trend yeah. now and have like started companies yep. just to make enough noise to get bought out by like those companies. Yeah. Because that Volcom deal was worth fucking squillions. Shit tons, yeah. For and sure. I, dude, I surfed in Hawaii with the guy that started Volcom yep. and I had no idea who he was or anything yep. like that and um, and I was there shooting like a moto movie Yeah. and then he's like, oh man, I'm super into moto movies and he's like, we just released one and I was like, oh, we? Like, that's fucking rad and um, yeah. he's like, yeah, it was the Villapoto one, the Volcom and I was like, oh, sick, how are you involved? He's like, oh, I own Volcom and he's like, well, I just sold it but yeah, yeah. And I was like tripping. That's crazy. But yeah, so like is I don't know, is that on the cards ever you reckon? Like oh, Yeah, that would be that'd be I wouldn't complain. I don't know. Yeah. It would depend what the terms were. Yeah. Because I wouldn't sell Valley and then not be involved for a long period of time where I could ensure that it was say remained the same. Yeah, right. Do you know? Like Yeah. Because Ray Ban, when they bought Oakley, there was yep. like that seven year thing yeah. where they had to keep like the corporate structure and things yeah. like that. So I've got friends like high up at Oakley that were yep. like Dude, that seven year, the day yep. of that seven year, man, next yep. we're on the chopping block. Yeah, for and sure. And the whole thing changed. Yeah, for sure. So like you that's, see that happen. that's real. Yeah. 
<clears throat> I guess, that, yeah, like, yeah, if someone was going to come and throw a big fat check at you at some point down the track, probably I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say no yeah. if it was right. Yeah. But I'd still, fuck, I'd, I'd be staying around for a long time to make sure it was legit. Yeah. You know, like you have to, how could you just give it up? It's like giving up one of your children. Dude, for sure. Do you know what I mean? Like we, we've spoken about it already. Like there's been a couple of instances from a couple of corporations that have already come our way. Yeah. And it was just, just like conversation, no, nothing too crazy. And I was like, they, has anyone thrown out dollar figures at you? No. Because like, no. fuck, that'd be a carrot, eh? Oh, I know. It'd be a hard one. Yeah. But as long as, like I said, I've said to, to Neil and Matt, uh, um, my business partner, I'm like, dude, like we, you know, everyone, there's a price for everything. Yeah. Of course. Like yeah. you're crazy to say no. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm just, again, I just, I would ensure that it was done. I was there for at least five years to make sure that it was consistent. And we still had that freedom, creative freedom and, and that yeah, you know, I oversaw everything. Still, yeah. you know what I mean. It's just like I couldn't give it up. I love it too much. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, the, but yeah, the um, this it's a it's crazy, and I don't think a lot of people know the behind workings this, yeah. of like that whole thing. And yeah, like yeah, the Supreme Louis thing, and like the Keurig Vulcan. Yeah, uh, dude, a lot of those brands seem to go backwards in a pretty big way when that happens. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. And I think that's the thing you, you the the people that are there maybe because they're chipped up they're cashing out yeah they the passion's gone you know or what, whatever it is but uh like even electric's been bought back by the guy that originally started it i heard oh really yeah so um that deal didn't that fell apart in the end but um yeah i don't know they never really do succeed do they like even quick bought dc ken block and that all chipped out and it just went Cha-ching. to they yeah. cashed it cash their chips in and dc was over yeah um pretty much and then yeah quick's over too yeah yeah it's it's um a, a business is only as good as the people yeah that are running it <clears throat> but mate we sat around the other day for like so long about a fucking swing tag yeah like right. you know a swing tag means so much yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah and it's like that's what i mean i think in a corporate environment I just like, oh yeah that'll do yeah you know but with us no we've got to make sure it's right you know and I think because you just care so much about it and you love it. And that's where the fun is almost, right? Yeah, for sure. And getting it in. And when you do get it right, you're like, fuck yeah. Like even, you know, gift wrapping is important to us. And like yeah. the little rubber seal that goes on the gift wrapping and then it gets packaged to the consumer. Like that's epic. Yeah. And I think like that that saying like love is in the details. Yeah. It is so true. I and get like tagged on people's videos and messages like on Instagram when they unwrap the gift wrapping that they're stoked. Yeah. See what I mean? So yeah. people fucking, they care. They yeah. care as much as we do. And it's sick. And I think like maybe that's another thing too to where um, it comes back to that whole like consumerism thing to where it's like the companies that really succeed are the ones that like respect the intellect of the consumer yeah. in a way. Definitely. you can see products where it's like, they don't give a fuck. No, exactly. And like the other day, we got some samples like of hats for us to potentially do some hats. And I was like, nah, it's not right. It's cheap. Yeah. Like, we don't want to do that. You know, you keep it premium. And if the product's not perfect, then we're not doing it. You know, it doesn't fit. Are you guys generally going to try and go into other stuff? Yeah. I don't like, yeah, I'm kind of on the fence on that one. Like where our optical business is expanding quite quickly and, and so the glasses the stuff. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So we're focusing a lot on that. And I like, I, I do want to venture into other things, but again, it's just, it has, has to be so right. Like yeah. I think you could do so much damage if you got it so wrong, like yeah. even just like, you know, ex- other accessories and stuff like that. Like, 
we've looked into a few other options of doing other things. You know, I'm sure we'll be doing goggles soon enough and yeah. snow goggles, moto goggles or whatever. Damn. You know? That'd you know? be sick. Yeah. Dude, how um how crazy did that whole Gucci goggle thing happen for a minute? Like yeah. I feel like every vlogger, every rapper, like Ray Shreemit, everyone's like yep. started doing that whole goggle thing for like a hot minute. Huh? Yeah, I know. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy that that shit, like even you can hear it in those like that, that kind of trap world it's like yeah. shit just has a moment where it's like bands they'll like yep. they'll there's like these key phrases like bands skirt like all it's, yeah. and it's like as soon as like someone says one of these keywords and yep. then it's just like that'll kind of go through a cycle and then it's onto the next keyword onto the next keyword yep. it's full on it's crazy yeah hey, fucking oath it's wild man just Such, just how shit can take on like that it's fucking nuts so yeah well we've been going for how long two hours 27 minutes mate are you keen to get some food yeah fuck it's crazy i'm pretty good did it feel like it went no it didn't feel like it was that long at all we're just like we're fucking wrapping out yeah no it's a cool like it's such a fucking cool medium man like because i mean this will you'll be you'll be episode number 17 yep so it's crazy to like put out that you you sort of just start doing this show and it just yeah it goes and like man that's like so many everything's like two and a half hours it just doesn't yeah, feel like doesn't it doesn't feel like it at all we just like chatting and the next minute fucking bam yeah two and a half hours is going <sighs> that's and crazy it's crazy that you don't even look up and you're not like tripping on no sort of the time. that's that's wild because i was meant to be this thing at two o'clock i thought it was like 12 30 what time is it oh it's one forty nine. Well, we, yeah, you better get going. <laughs> I've got to bounce. <laughs> That's fine. No burritos, maybe a beer after or something. Yeah, for um, sure. Well, where can everyone... Let's let's tell people how they can see you because I, <clears> I'm not sure <throat> yeah. that a lot of people that listen to this would have okay. like a deep understanding of what you guys do. Yeah. Hopefully now, obviously. Or our website? What's that? What do you say? It's where they can see us. What yeah, yeah, yeah. For, give, let's give people some links of some okay. stuff that they can see. Yeah, I guess we'll, uh, just our website's valleyeyewear.com and just the Instagram is just at valleyeyewear get it all from there what um what else? retailers you can get us in the u.s at uh nordstrom's neiman marcus yep and uh we got to stock us everywhere so the stock us listed on the website all throughout the world and uh is there anything kind of coming up that you want to kind of shout out <laughs> oh yeah we're doing a uh, release on may 1st of our new collection we shot on that trip yep. it's called black zero so it's five styles all flat zero base lenses all black with 24 karat gold hinges all black murdered out logos fuck yeah so it's just all black and all zero base so it's black zero sick well we will um may 1st you said may 1st yeah we'll chuck a bunch of it on our story like so people can see it as well when it comes out awesome awesome. but um dude fucking sick chat man thanks man i really enjoyed it yeah i appreciate it it was awesome sweet thanks for having me fuck yeah dude yeah that was fun yeah sorry i fucking took so long oh good i just like looked and i'm like holy shit that's